Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Indeed, yes, welcome to the program, episode 2708, the uh, post-podcast-a-thon episode. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, Indigenous Persons Day outside. We used to call that Columbus Day. Some calendars have both of them on the calendar for the for the uh, the Italians that just won't let it drop. Um but, uh, you know, I know that I also know that some uh, folks, uh, some of my red stated friends and family on uh, Facebook, very upset that we can't call it Columbus Day anymore. Who gives a shit what you call it? You take enjoy holiday. your day off. What's that? It's a bank holiday. It's a bank holiday. Who cares? Enjoy it. Just to take it off. You know, uh, if your job gives you the day off, enjoy it. Uh, who cares? Does anybody actually get Columbus Day off? Do, do even schools get Columbus Day off? You know, what's interesting. Uh, Oliver is at school today. Yeah. Uh, so are my quote, kids. Unquote. Right? In my day, we did. that. This was definitely a day off of school, Columbus mm-hmm. Day. Not for me. It was not? I don't believe so in California. That's I don't remember, honestly. Oh, we. there's no question we got Columbus Day off. No question in my mind. In fact, I want to say Chicago had a Columbus Day parade that was a... Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I know they did because I used to do a, uh, a horrible joke in my open mic days about... Uh, the idea was, uh, hey, at the end, I'm going to see if I can get the beats of this. At the end of the day, uh, he was a guy that left, was it Spain? I can't even remember the history now. He left Spain yeah. looking for, India. no, he left Italy looking for Spain, right? Wasn't it? What? No. He was what Italian, he but he was in Spain and he went from Spain looking to get to India. Okay, right. Spain looking for India. That's what it was. Spain looking for India and he got lost. And we gave him a parade. That was the that was the premise. You know, hey, I got lost on my way to the club here tonight. I'm not spreading a float, let alone a parade. Come on, folks. Uh, so, uh, so we did in fact have a parade in Chicago. Is the point wow. of uh, how much they revered the great Chris Columbus, who then I guess went on to direct movies. Yeah, <laughs> Home Alone is great. I mean, right? I, I feel like that alone, you you get a parade for making uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Did you direct that? Uh, boy, it does seem like a Chris Columbus joint, doesn't it? Yeah, I might be yes. thinking of Millennium Man. What was the one with uh, Robin Williams was a robot? Oh boy, Ooh, it doesn't boy. sound like it. Like when you when you describe what that movie was, Bicentennial like, Man, Bicentennial, Bicentennial Man. Like that doesn't seem like it was real in my the mind. So- like the did that really happen? Movie ever? Uh, yeah. Right. If, if, if it feels like a uh, Thirty Rock sort of poster behind <laughs> right. Richie Jordan. He directed both of those movies, Mrs. Doubtfire and Bicentennial Man. Oh. Also yeah. Rent. Yes, oh. he did. Yes, he did. I remember uh, Anthony Rapp talking about that when he was on the program, that he enjoyed uh, Chris Columbus's company. Hmm. So, uh, I, but I do know this about those guys on Rent. They are not going to pay. They nope. are not going to pay. How do they pay this year? How do they pay last year's Rent? I don't know. How about this, guys? Get a fucking job. How about that? <laughs> oh, shit. Knock it off. He said it, guys. What's that, Matt? 
This is one of those controversial opening monologues that I've heard so much about. (laughs) (laughs) We're not gonna pay. We're not gonna pay. Anyway, post-podcast-a-thon, let me just do some housekeeping and uh, thank all of our guests that joined us. We had a nice uh, lineup of uh, friends of the show that uh, took time out of their day uh, to join us via Zoom. And... um, also, more important, more importantly, uh, I want to thank the fans again for the their very generous donations. At the, I know I've become a broken record on this, but uh, you know it's very easy for people to text me or if I go on interviews or talk shows and people go, "Hey, it's a great thing that you're doing. That's hey, good for you for raising that much money." At the end of the day, I'm putting a show together with my four friend, my friends, uh, and um, I counted myself as four. I, I, I'm, I'm my own friend. <laughs> Uh, four I, I was about to say, Rich Rich Tackenberg just got very excited that he got grouped in with the. Oh fans. shoot! Yeah. I, you know what? Five friends. Uh, I'll <laughs> include Rich on that. Um, and we, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, while I do no, donate money myself, and Never Not Funny throws a couple of bucks in, in addition to doing the show, uh, it's the fans that uh, get us to the crazy numbers that we get to. And this year it was eighty thousand from the fans, and then somebody matched that, getting us close to one hundred sixty-one thousand, and. Um, and it's it's just going to grow with the uh, with the sales of uh, the, the download and then you know various other donations that are coming in after the fact. I know that my mother in law uh, is uh, mailing me a check so that I can uh, <laughs> donate that uh, on her behalf. Uh, something went awry with her credit card, and uh, somehow now that's my responsibility. So I will be uh, well. I just got a. We didn't get a Monday morning tote from Caitlin, but I did just get a text from my mom that. Uh, Apparently, her donation didn't go through uh, on the night, and then she tried again, and just now, and and the total on the site. So this, I assume, this doesn't include uh, auctions and stuff. But you've just on the site, it says one sixty one four eighty six ninety four. I think that's the number we ended up uh, one sixty one. What one sixty one four hundred eighty six and ninety four. That sounds that sounds right. Well, you know what I have? I have yeah, I have one sixty nine eighty six ninety four. So that's a thousand. Oh, well, roughly. yeah. So, like so you, yes. would, you would assume that a few donations would have come in since. So that, but 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 that doesn't account for the auctions and stuff. So there must be it must be above that. Yeah. So that's uh, that's great. So that's uh, that's wonderful. So yeah. uh, thank you again to the fans uh, for uh, watching and supporting and and donating and. Uh, very appreciated. And I know that the, uh, I will tell you that I got many a message from the folks at smile train, uh, thanking us because as I've said over and over, uh, the, the, the boutique charity like that is having a tough go of it right now as well. And, um, uh, so any sort of, uh, money coming in is a win. And so, uh, I'm very happy that we were able to put this together, even though it was not the big part cast that we all know. I think that it was still a, a very fun, fine event. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thank everybody for being involved in that. Also want to once again publicly thank Elliot for the terrific uh, visuals and all the behind the scenes work that you had to do uh, in getting uh, this thing ready. I don't know if it would be uh, uh, if we'd be able to do this as smoothly and uh, professionally uh, without you on the team. So I wanted to thank you uh, for all your hard work. Well, I appreciate that. And I I want to also uh, just say that uh, Rich, Rich's work to make sure that everybody was ready uh, when they came into the, the Zoom room made a huge difference there too. And so I don't think uh, I could have done my part as well if he wasn't there. Uh, All right, let me cross off work. the next name on my list then, Elliot, since you apparently well, wanted to steal that. Well, and I, I just I have a note here that says Rich uh, just wanted to thank Garen for all of his great work uh, moderating the YouTube chat. Appreciate uh, it. Hang on Garen, a second. 
Your turn. Let me let me add Garen's name to my list of people to thank. I didn't. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, look, as 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 you've often said, Jimmy, it's very hard to take a compliment, and uh, and so I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to play it forward a little bit. I didn't. Well, I don't. I don't get necessarily get a chance to to thank other folks who were working on the show, and and that definitely made a difference to my day. It it, so. it, it was. Uh, you know, it, it, for Matt and I, just kind of sitting here doing this thing, it, it, it was seamless for us. Like, I don't know. I, maybe you guys had some hiccups and stuff along the way. I, Matt and I wouldn't have known about it. It was, uh, you know, it, when it was time for Gary Goldman to be here, Gary Goldman was here. When it was time for Paul F. to be here, he was here. So, it, uh, you know, it, uh, it all uh, looked smooth from our end. And I know that uh, Oliver and Danielle watched a bunch of it in the other room. So, uh uh, I'm told that the comments were nice uh, uh, in the chat. So uh, thank God so that my son wasn't scarred. And go, oh, here's Jimmy with his bullshit again. Didn't have to read anything like that. And uh, so, uh, so thank everybody. Thank you for everybody for watching. Thank you everybody for donating. And uh, another peak cat is in the books. And uh, we'll see what Parkathathon 2021 looks like. Will it be back in the theater? Will it be another Zoom? Will the world even be here? Oh Will the God. Proud Boys allow us to have uh, events like that <laughs> in 2021, depending on how right. this world goes? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've already submitted my application. To the Proud Boys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Matt, and you know this, I've submitted mine to the Glamour Boys. No, so uh, <laughs> we already have a theme song. It's because you're fierce. That's right. Fierce. <laughs> That's uh, the how did everything go in the chat room? Was it smooth? Yeah. Yeah. Everything was, it was a lot of fun. Everybody's loving it. Um there was a lot of people who were upset that they thought they missed Oliver, but they didn't. He showed up at after all that went down, which was, it, I mean, it was it was cool, I guess, to see that everyone was so excited to see him show up. They thought Oliver was going to be uh, like a, a lead guest early in the program. <laughs> I, it seemed like it. Yeah, they were like, "Did we miss Oliver? Did we miss Oliver?" I'm like, "He hasn't been on. <laughs> Don't yeah. know if he's coming." And where were just, these people? Go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, this just argues for the fact that uh, eventually Oliver can take over the show. I got it. it. It's time. You can retire. Well, I mean, look, we, we announced on the last program that is now out in public that Garen Cockerell is moving back to Michigan. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he will remain our intern uh, slash cast member in the, during the pandemic, certainly. And uh, But if we ever get back in the studio full time with guests and so on and so forth, then that'll change that. Or if Garen gets a, you know, Jesus Christ, I hope this happens. If Garen gets a job or something. And uh, needs to leave us. I get it. Maybe it's time for Oliver to step in in that uh, in that little slot. But uh, I know you guys are. are I, I hear what you're getting at that you want him to host the show uh, and take over for me. But uh, you know, let's maybe step this kid in. Okay. Sure. And by the way, that's not going to happen either. So that's uh, he's he may fill in from time to time as uh, as an intern. But uh, full time, no, we're not going to be. We're not the Kardashians. <laughs> Like, okay, son, time to go to work. And then we get in the car together and drive to the valley. That ain't happening. Actually, though, I, I could see I could see a, a series of, uh, of bonus episodes with uh, you, Danielle, and Oliver being the, uh, instead of you, Matt, and Garen, uh, and then you, you interview guests. I could see that. Um, the, Never the not family. Well, keep, keep, keep envisioning it. Because, <laughs> again, we're not the Kardashians. We're not doing that. That ain't something we're doing. I think that sounds fun, though. We separate uh, religion and uh, state here. State and church uh, gets uh, separated here. So family and show. Uh, really, you can't. It seems like you can't find. Uh, you can't think of a reason not to include your son. Because um, <laughs> he's uh, a delight. That's why. Yeah. It, 
Speaking oh. of sons, oh, my, what's my happening son's over there, Matt? One of your kids trying to horn in on yeah, the business? Charlie, Charlie just poked his head in. Hey, can we see Charlie's thumbs? <laughs> Charlie, come here. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, very rare Charlie Belknap appearance. If you don't want it on my camera, Matt, just have him put his fingers out. Can, they, they want. We're doing the top of Never Not Funny. Can you do the? Can you do your thumbs thing? You don't have to be on the camera. But just put your thumbs in. Come over here. Here we go. Does it, uh, so, Matt, what, what could I ask Charlie? Uh, do, did you guys watch a movie or something recently? <laughs> All right. Well, well hold oh, on. Hang what on, Charlie. For, what did we have for dinner last night? We just had mac and cheese and hot dogs, right? Um, what did we? Oh, we've been watching the Goldbergs. Do you want to give a review of of the Goldbergs? What do you think of the Goldbergs? Here we go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, thumbs up for Charlie it. Bell. Now, oh, wait a minute. Oh, and uh, enthusiastic thumbs up. Enthusiastic thumbs up. It's a good show. <laughs> Charlie's not wrong. It's great. It's really fun. I'm enjoying it a lot too. It's also Thanks, great Charlie. to watch that kid grow up. The uh, the young. Uh, oh, don't forget your thing though. Your Adam uh, is his name. Adam Goldberg. Adam. Well, the. The, yeah but yeah. The, that's what's funny is like i i didn't realize i mean i guess i knew the show was still on but i wasn't thinking about how long it's been on so i saw like a promo for a new episode the other day i was like holy shit that kid's like an adult now oh my god that guy's 30 now <laughs> right yeah. it's crazy <laughs> crazy um and he's so good everybody's everybody's good in there big tasty's good the daughter's good <laughs> big, uh, do you think they'll get to the season of that show where they create the show <laughs> oh wow well, I, I'm already, I don't want to know <laughs> because be like, I just want to watch it, but I am, they play so fast and loose. I know, I know that's built into the premise of the show is that it's kind of not, it's not really locked into a calendar or a, a timeline that makes any sense. But like literally one week they're going to see E.T. in the theater and the next week New Kids on the Block is in, yeah. in concert. It's like that did not happen <laughs> within it's, a week of each other. It's interesting, Matt, in that they do have the through line of them like going year to year at school, right. graduating, then going to college. But then the B story is... Yeah. You know, or that that week's lead story is not linear. I, I kind of love that, honestly. I feel like I, I commend them for giving themselves the freedom to just mm -hmm. take from wherever they want to in the 80s and not let it be an issue. But the, the New Kids one was only kind of weird because <laughs> because the premise was that uh, the daughter had been a fan of theirs. But now she's older and doesn't like them anymore. But like the new kids didn't become popular until like 89. Right. So like there's no way that she could have already been a fan and then gotten over it. Uh, like they have a video of her like younger being all like she like made a little video to send to them in the past. I'm like, well, what were you? Were you in on the ground floor of some weird EP that they made? Like, <laughs> right. That she went to see him in the clubs, man, before they got big. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> The only, the only, by the way, I, I love the show and I love the details of the 80s. The only one that always seems glaring to me is that the daughter, whose name I, is, I can't think of her name right now. I can't either. Uh, the actress is so good, too, and is that her dorm room has an Asia poster, the band Asia. <laughs> and it's like, this character wouldn't like Asia. There's just. <laughs> yeah. Just well, like the they, poster. In, uh, she may have liked the artwork. She in, may have liked the Because I'm not there yet. I haven't gotten to the college years yet. But in the first two seasons. She, her posters are Rick Springfield, White Snake, Bon Jovi, and then they threw the new kids in there at one point. But that that's makes not, sense. That's a far. Like, you don't go from White Snake to Asia, do you? Uh, well, you kind of Asia and White Snake together make more sense to me. In fact, the things that you just listed, White Snake makes zero sense to me. That seems right. like somebody that went, I, "Hey, boss, I got these four '80s posters. All right, put them up." <laughs> uh, but the other ones are, you know, teen idolish. Uh, uh, right. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. When I was 
that age i was in middle school and um when those things were popular and i don't think you you either liked a rick springfield or you liked white snake like right. you either you liked not... hair bands or you liked like Corey Haim and and uh you know the new kids and stuff like that the Corey, can we just say the Corey's in general matt sure <laughs> throw all the Corey's in there uh Corey Haim, Corey feldman Corey, uh certainly marty feldman uh, who, by the way, I've received more than enough uh, messages about was in a, a sketch group at some point. Right. Uh, so plenty of messages on that uh, on how I should have accepted it. But uh, also don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I, um, I I saw Elliot said that you had even seen that some sketch of his and you were you were disappointed in yourself that you I for, I had forgotten when somebody somebody on Twitter uh also wanted to make sure that I knew <laughs> <laughs> that that was the case but I appreciated seeing the video and then I realized oh wait I've seen this bit before yeah and so but I it didn't it didn't register cuz that cuz that show I assume it was a British show I think BBC show um I never would have uh, I don't remember the name of it now <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, as I stand by, I stand by my, I don't care. It wasn't, uh, he didn't pick Marty Feldman. Uh, he wouldn't have picked Marty Feldman. Wouldn't have picked Marty, but it doesn't matter. Right. I was, trying to, I was so- trying to win. Uh, sorry to uh, upset you and your BBC sketch knowledge. <laughs> Elliot, if you were trying to win, you should have picked the thing you wrote down first, because clearly he's trying to pick like bad 80s comics and you had Gallagher and you didn't say it. I, I, Look, I agree that I could have won, and I agree it was the first thing I thought of. But I also thought that like, like Hugh Fink is Hugh Fink a bad? No, that's true. He but he said that he said they don't all fit, but it, there's an overall pattern. And I so I thought it was '80s, maybe. But Hugh no, Fink's but also not, not an '80s comic. Like that's clearly one that doesn't fit the pattern. Do I we think know what the pattern is? I think you know what the pattern to me. Evening at the Improv. That's the pattern that we have Ooh, so far uh, with John Early being the outlier. Okay. So Gallagher was on Evening at the Improv? He was part of that. Well, he wasn't. He still kind of was popular at that time. Well, there's, yeah, because he even said like Bo Burnham and John Early don't count. Anyway, this is just players. This is uh, platinum yeah. talk. A lot of inside baseball. All right, listen. I do have, uh, uh, so what you're about to get is uh, some uh, uh, five segments from the 17 guests of uh, Parkcastathon 2020. Uh, some great people uh, that you're going to uh, uh, hear from. You're going to hear from uh, Richard Kind and Nikki Glazer, Rebecca Loby, Jen Kirkman, and Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, but before that, uh, my son writes a trivia question, and I'll be goddamned if we don't do it. Matt, please, a little music. Don't have the music. Oh, we'll you don't have it with us. I can play uh, it on my phone. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, I'm at home, guys. So uh, let me play it. Let me see if I can play it. Actually, right. it'll be on here. But but while I'm, while, while I'm pulling it up, I do want to say that the... Uh, when you're hearing this, the download package should be available for purchase at nevernotfunny.com, which will actually link you back to the old site, podcast.com, which is where the podcastathons live now. Um, we don't know for sure 100% if the actual full six hour video and audio will be up by Wednesday night, but the pre sale will at least be up. And then I think by the end of the week at the latest, like Friday, at the latest, we'll probably have all that stuff up it may be sooner it may be but when you're hearing this it may already be available but we don't want to over promise uh 
on that front. So, um, and even if it's not available Friday, it will be shortly. Don't, uh, they said Friday. Well, you know, things happen, right? Yeah, we were so, supposed to start this show at 11 o'clock today and Elliot had some tech troubles and we started a little bit later. Things right. happen. So, um, yeah, definitely pick it up. You can watch the whole thing, listen to the whole thing, uh, just like any podcast and the proceeds benefit smile train. So that's, uh, another reason to, uh, support and get, Great. check it out. Thank you for uh, uh, bringing that up, Matt. Bring the big, All right, here we go. Question. Here we go. Trivia uh, question. Check it out. Check, check, Oliver's check it out. question. I guess hmm. I'll play this one. How I wish, wish Oliver was here. But he's stuck in his room writing trivia for Zoom to help his father's career. That's Daryl Asher providing the uh, theme song this week. All right, here's your question. Uh, here's your topic, rather. Sports. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Exclamation point. Sports. Is this the first time that in weeks that Elliot doesn't bet 25? <laughs> well, uh, what are we up to now as far as uh, money? Well, this is $5 each week. Oh, that's right. That's, it's, the, uh, it's the letter game that it built up. That's correct. I've written down my uh, my bet is in. My bet is in. I've lost a pen. I had a pen right on my desk seconds ago, and now that pen is MIA. That stands for missing in action. This is tricky because Jimmy and I each know a fair amount about a very specific area of sports, but then also have huge blind spots in other areas of sports. And then also have, the answer could be Abraham Lincoln. Right. Yes. Good point. Good point. I have huge, even even when it comes to baseball, I have huge blind spots. So, I mean, I, uh, I, I gave Oliver 20 bucks to write a question about LAFC. So hopefully this will work out. Pays <laughs> off for you. Uh, all right, well, let's go around the horn. Everybody's got their bet in. Let's say a little, uh, well, let me read the question first. My apologies. Uh, here's a question. Uh, oh, my God. I, I'm not, I, I have to have a conversation with him uh, about his, uh, what sport has a regulation size court of 41 feet by 13 feet? What court? Ooh is 41 feet by 13 feet. What sport has a regulation-sized court of 41 by 13? Oh, yikes. 41 hmm. by 13. Wow, that is Here's a... a guess. Uh, that no, is an my, my apartment question. is 13 feet wide. Thank you for that information. That'll help us. Boy. Well, it's well, just, it's it's interesting because I can visualize that part of it. What sport do you play in there? <laughs> yeah. Well, remember we do we, we did those uh, that uh, the sport themed. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Opening. Yeah. That's right. I guarantee it's not that. Um, all right. Well, let me check. Uh, everybody, write their answer down. I'll check. I'll go around the horn and check in with everybody. Get a quick hello uh, before we uh, hand this off to the PCAT segment. Uh, we say hello to uh, the Pop Culture Beast. There he is right there. I assume he's in Van Nuys, California. Who can't tell by the background today. That is Garen Cockrell. Hi, Garen. Hello, sir. How are you? Now, Garen, on the last episode, I alluded to it on the last Players Club, but let's let the uh, free listener in on what's going on. You are moving back to Michigan. Uh, yes. And do you have, uh, do you have any, uh, an estimated <coughs> date of departure? Uh, we are looking at uh, October 20th, so next week. 
Tuesday, October 20th. Yep. You're uh, heading back and you're going to be flying back and the movers are taking the truck back. Is that correct? Uh, it looks like we are taking a U-Haul all of a sudden. Oh. Everybody's in the U-Haul. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it, you're like smoking the Bandit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll see. If they Who's don't fit, we're going to have to fly them, but my friend Eric's going to drive. So it's you and Eric and the dogs in the yep. U-Haul. Yes. Wow. I actually, I'm, I'm kind of happy about that because I was worried about your dogs. Honestly. I was too. Yeah, but now I'm worried about Garen. <laughs> There's I'm no way that guy doesn't get dogs. pushed the down dogs in a U-Haul. I know, right? And Eric. Eric doesn't have anything to offer in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get beat up in New, uh, New Mexico. They're done. It'll be, a, it'll be a fun trip, I think. I feel like getting your ass kicked because I see you guys get your ass kicked every time you cross the state line. Oh, here they, here's those two guys with their dogs. Hey, they're coming. And then they got only a couple hours to prep and then they're waiting for you at the line to kick your ass. Uh, that's a... Boys, driving a U-Haul cross-country scares the hell out of me. That seems like a lot of steering wheel. Well, we did it. When I moved out here, my cousin and I did it and we had a 25-foot truck. Whoa. So this one's going to be 15 feet. Okay. So it's not going to be, hopefully, not too did bad. You, did you play any uh, particular sport in the back of that truck? <laughs> <laughs> Are you, uh, Garrett, and uh, we can certainly get more details as we, as we get closer, but... Uh, um, are you going to be stopping at hotels and stuff along the way, or do you think you're just uh, going to try to? I guess if it's just Eric driving, you're going to have to. Yeah, right? I think we're going to we're going to try to make it to Texas the first day. I think um, I don't know if we're going to find a place to crash there or just grab a hotel. Um, but I think we're going to try to make it in like three days. We're supposed to. We think we're going to be there by the twenty fourth. Guaranteed. Which I seems may, like four days. As a reminder: be very careful when you get to Texas. First of all, everything's bigger there. Yeah, uh, they warn you. The second thing you get there, don't mess with them. Nope. And of course, you got to run that obstacle course with my exes. So you, uh, you, you got a lot going on if you get to Texas. So be careful. They probably I, I will, know your face this. because they've they've tracked Jimmy's career since oh, yeah. the breakups. No question. And so they know that you are associated with him, and that does not bode well for you. Oh no! In fact, I think it hurts him. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see how it. Would. So be careful. Be very careful, Garen. You got it. Uh, all right, Gary, give me your answer here for the uh, trivia question. What sport has a regulation size court of 41 feet by 13 feet? I keep, I literally keep changing my answer back and forth. I'm going to go with racquetball. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know why we're all quiet. It, that's as good of an answer as any other court. I was I, waiting I, for you to say something because you're the host. <laughs> I, I, was ra- I was rattled by it. Yeah, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to make of it, mm-hmm. and uh, now rac- racquetball does racquetball have a have uh, um, do the rackets have netting or are they solid? They're solid. Like solid. Well, they, they got they got a netting aspect. No, no, ra- yeah, racquetball. It's uh, not a paddle ball. Ah, yeah, it's, right. It's not right. paddle ball. Yeah, it's it's a it looks like a tennis. It's like a small tennis racket with uh, with uh, yeah, it's like shorter and smaller. You know, when I was a little boy, my dad uh, bought a couple of racquetball rackets for my brother and I to use as tennis rackets because they were easier to control. And one time we were out on the tennis courts and the older kids at the court next to us made, started making fun of my brother and I for having uh, the wrong rackets. And then my dad, uh, one of the few times I ever saw my dad lose his temper and had to go over and explain to these kids that uh, why we were using these smaller rackets and why it made sense. And more importantly, mind your own goddamn business. <laughs> and uh, but it did make me because I was not aware of that. That was the case. I just thought they were a smaller tennis racket for us. Right. But it then made me self-conscious 
every time we went out to play. And I knew that that's what my dad was really more mad about was that Mm -hmm. than anything else. Yeah. Uh, But he was not wrong, by the way. It got me to learn how to play tennis better because I didn't have to worry about this oversized racket. And yeah, I think I, I think I did the same thing. I think my dad had a, an old racquetball racket that I used when I started playing tennis. Um, makes sense. I mean, back then, I don't think they made, or if they did, maybe they weren't as readily available, like children's size rackets, the way like now you get that anywhere. It's like right. $30. It's no big deal. Uh, but in those days, either either they didn't make it or we could we certainly could not afford it. And so my dad had these you know racquetball rackets that's what we used and mm-hmm. and again it was fine we went yeah. out and we had a great time nobody cared yeah uh you know sammy sosa used to use a uh, a cut uh cut in half milk carton as a glove so uh you know you use what you have is my mm-hmm. point and he went on to be a i guess a, a very good ball player he did and a cheater uh he did have that corked bat and uh they, there's still no proof that he used steroids other really? than the fact that it's very, very obvious that he did. That, I, didn't, I didn't realize that was up for debate. It seemed pretty, I thought that was a settled case. Has he ever, he, he's never he admitted, never admitted to it. And apparently he is not one of the people that there's evidence of. Or huh. he might be in that one report that some people find to be a little loosey-goosey. Huh. Um, okay. But there's no question. Garen can't take the Sammy Sosa talk, and I don't blame him. He said racquetball, and then he disappeared what? like a ghost. You know what? Uh, okay, he's going to be right back. Uh, all right, well, let's check in with Elliot Hochberg right there, the uh, hello, uh, park, the hero of Parkastathon, <laughs> the uh, the hardworking behind the scenes gentleman. Did a great job. Thank you. Uh, very uh, very impressed. Very proud of you. Um, did you get a lot of sleep the next day, uh, Elliot? Uh, I did. Although I will I will tell you that um, I sort of had a freak out, uh, not about Parkastathon, but. Um, uh, so I had read a story that said that uh, you've got to make sure that your uh, signature on your ballot matches what they have on the record. Mm-hmm. Right. But then I had, in the same story, it basically said, well, they usually just use your uh, driver's license uh, signature. And so I'm like, oh, great, I'll just match what I have on my driver's license. But um, uh, somebody pointed out something, and I read a bunch of stuff, and it turns out that that's not necessarily true in California that it's the driver's license signature from whenever you registered, or it could actually be, for me, my signature from 1988. Oh, no. And I have no idea which one it is or what that is or whatever. So I was freaking out, and I was like, I'm, I'm, oh, my vote's not going to count. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I really legitimately lost it. <laughs> and so, but then someone reminded me, and then I searched as well, and in California we have a thing where you can sign up for alerts, and it will tell you, like, right now, the alert confirmed that my ballot has been sent, so I should have mm-hmm. received it, which I have. Uh, so I can follow it along the way, and if there's any problems, they will text you. In fact, just as we as we were trying to start, and I was messing with my computer because I was having problems, I also got, like, a, an auto call from, because I'd signed up for that yesterday, I got an auto call reminding me, confirming that I'd signed up for the service. So, so there you go. Um. I don't trust any of it. My president tells me that the mail-in ballot thing is, uh, there could be a lot of... Uh, Ditches? Problems. Ditches, ravines. Jesus Christ. I couldn't even form a sentence. I just uh, literally could not think of a single word to finish that sentence. Um, so I'm just going to go down to the poll. I'm going to do it uh, right there in person. And uh, because I don't, tr- I don't trust this mail. I think we're, we're opening ourselves up for a lot of problems, man. I think a lot of people are going to cheat. <laughs> There's been zero to almost no evidence over the 
200 plus years this country's been around that that happens but uh this is the year man <laughs> i did hear that in in uh just here locally i think even people people have found they've they've put someone's been putting out fake yes. boxes for people to put their ballot in no yes yeah and i don't know wow. like i don't know who they're trying to i heard one of them was at a church so that would maybe argue for it's a left-leaning uh person trying to get churchgoers to put their republican uh, no. vote ballots into a fake thing and go no man it's river. double blind man it's uh it's a republican who wants you to think that i mean i don't know i don't know what's happening but there's, i thought there's... there was something that already pointed in the direction of a republican doing it i thought there was some giveaway on that is there not did i misread something no i mean i think there's been multiple cases so it's possible that both are true I, I will say that, that that is a more plausible... The one thing that's, that's always convinced me on each of the conversations that, that everyone's had where they've challenged the idea that the vote... That, like, nobody is going through and, and hand-signing a thousand fake ballots to get those votes counted. There's, there's, there's no way that you could do that effectively. But that strategy that Matt just described, that's easy. Well, right. it, and it seemed like inevitable that if in a year where they're putting these boxes out for you to deliver... Uh, to to put your ballot in that someone was going to try to mess with that but hopefully everybody understands that you you check for you know make sure that you're dropping it off at an official location and uh, that it's and do what you're doing Elliot at least in California which you can do is track it so that you know yeah. that it got received was yeah. it like ballot tracks or something what, what what's the name of that uh, uh, system I, I I cannot have my browser up right now so I do not recall but if you mm-hmm. look up California ballot tracking it'll get you there. Great. Well, we wish you a lot of luck with it. Uh, it sounds like that ballot. Uh, I, I think, and I could be wrong, I believe your vote will make the difference. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the other thing is that I'm, I'm sitting here in California going, eh. Doesn't matter, man. Your vote counts as much as anybody else's. That's, well, uh, here's, here's where it counts is like all of the, what are the, the measures and everything. The down ballot? Yeah. yeah. Ballot. Ballot. Ta- ballot trucks.net, guys. What is it? Ballottracks.net. Ballottracks.net. Yes. With an X. With an X. Is that with an X? Yes. Sounds like it's with an X, Jimmy. It's in Texas. Thank you. It's with an X. As Paul Stanley suggests, let's put the X in sex. Okay. It is the, uh, it's in the top two worst kiss songs of all time. (laughs) Let's put the X in sex. And the other one on that album was uh, You Make Me Rock Hard, Baby. Oh, dear. Wow. But... You know, it's talking about rocking and rolling, man. Is the is the put the X in sex? Is that about having sex with an ex girlfriend? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that, Matt. I'm more than happy to look it up for you. Please don't. Let's move on. <laughs> um, hang on, I'm looking it up. No, please, Elliot. What is your answer? What, nope. he, what he's court? not qualified for that. <laughs> the host has spoken. By the way, if you if you put into Google, let's put the X in sex is the first thing that pops up. It's oh the, wow. What? Uh, well, in your browser. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Guys, let me tell you this. I got a letter just the other day. She sent a picture, but she didn't sign her name. She wore high heels and little black lace. I knew her body, but I couldn't see her face. She didn't leave a number, not an address or a clue, but something in that photograph reminded me of you, baby. Let's put the X in sex. Love's like a muscle, and you make me want to flex. <laughs> So so let's 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 disgusting. So this this gentleman yeah has received a letter with a photograph in it one presumes. Yes. 
and doesn't actually know who it is, but no. thinks it might be the person who he's now communicating with. Well, he recognizes the body. But he just said, it just reminded me of you. So oh, he's yeah, not yeah. saying this is you. He's just saying it may or may not be you, but want to fuck? <laughs> I, will, I, I will tell you this. I have closed the browser, so I can't follow up on this. I'm guessing we have more clues as to who this is as you the song goes in on. In verse two, they maybe go into what happens so. next. Yeah. Uh, but again, I, I closed it for well, everyone's benefit. We'll all look it up on our own time. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right, Elliot, uh, please now, uh, what sport do you think has a regulation size court of uh, 41 by 13? So so the video, uh, the video fan will have noticed that I kept looking this way because I'm, I'm estimating... It's, it's really very close to the size of my apartment. My apartment is 13 by 39. Uh-huh. So it's very close. I have written down five things, but here's what I've landed on. Badminton. I think it's badminton. That was my, that was my first thought. I think that's a good guess. I, I think, think it's that's a good, a good guess, too. Guess. But uh, just to, to speed this along, mm-hmm. the reason why I didn't say anything to Garen's is because when Garen gave his answer, I immediately went... Are we going to have to get into what the difference between uh, racquetball and squash is? Because I said squash. Boy, we may have court. to. Do they? Do they? They, they, they kind of share the same court, don't they? I think like they the, should, yeah. So, in technically, maybe both are correct. I do think you play both on the same. Sort yeah, of racquetball the same, the same slash area. squash, maybe even handball in this case, uh, depending on the the sports uh, club be. you're going to. Could be. Not, not the outdoor, but I'm sure that they have a, I'm sure handball has a regulation and it's like, well, this isn't a regulation, but you can use the racquetball court. Yeah. Right. I, but I've never seen a regulation badminton court in person. I've only seen it on television. So it sounds like it could be right. And it's definitely seems like something that Oliver <laughs> would have stumbled on. I don't know why I think that, but it's a so court. squash and racquetball are in the same court. Okay. Uh, well, that's the racket that's then. different squash there's no bounce before you hit the ball whereas in racquetball the ball must bounce once before striking it okay wait so you're saying that in squash i i i hit it off the wall and and you would have to hit it on a fly yeah so you got to keep the ball afloat that seems crazy that seems yeah. crazy there's no That's bounce very- before hitting the ball before service whatever that Oh, means. just on the serve. Just well, on that the just serve. means that you don't bounce and then serve. You would you would oh, throw sir, it up okay. like in tennis. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that. I still huh. think they have different rackets too, though. I don't know why I think that. I thought they did too. Maybe uh, maybe that's got a uh, a less stringed sort of pal- uh, uh, racket. Hmm. I don't know anything about squash except that you would hear about it. Uh, Mr. Brady would go play with his other architect friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, my my guess, by the way, and this is a, not a good guess, is bocce ball. Bocce ball is my uh is my hmm. guess uh, but i think that's too wide i think bocce ball is probably a seven foot wide thing yeah yeah uh, unless you're talking cl- about the i don't know maybe the regulation one is two side by side so maybe i don't know i i did think about volleyball as well of course but I that think was that's my more other like 20 feet one. isn't it what is isn't the width of a, of a volleyball net like 20 feet well i don't know but i know i crossed it out <laughs> uh, so did i i also uh, i had i had high lie but i think high lie is a lot longer than that mm. Mm. It's also a uh, very I like a good guess. Puzzle. Mm. Oh, I just uh, got, right, here we I go. just had another guess. Here's your, I, th- uh, I actually think highlight is a better guess than any of ours. Well, let's find out cricket? together. Cricket's no, bigger. Cricket's, cricket's a, a whole bigger. field, man. My yeah. my son hates England, so there's no way. <laughs> hey, I'm not kidding. Yeah. A very rare Jimmy Pardo win. I got it. It's bocce. Bocce ball. It's bocce ball. Oh wow. my god. It's bocce ball. 
Well that's done, sir. Amazing. I've never been more excited in my entire life. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that's crazy. Congrats. I'm not kidding. I got it. That's yeah, great. that's awesome. <laughs> I don't win this game. Does this I... make does this make up for the White Sox losing? <laughs> Holy shit. I'm thrilled. I'm literally oh, thrilled. I never fantastic. win this effing game. <laughs> Wait, so now, do you need to know my points, Garen? Yeah. Oh, I, I went I went all fifty. I went all fifty points. Well, it's twenty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What now? <laughs> I uh I will be very, very honest, it was only seven. I went with seven. Uh. Ah. You like to pick the seven, which is why I picked six. Yeah, you're on to me. You are on to me. Uh, seven, here, here's full disclosure. 17 when I'm confident, seven when I'm not. <laughs> uh, ah, I got it. I can't wait to tell them. Right. That's exciting. Nice work. Bocce ball. All right, is there any other okay. piece of business we need to talk about before we uh, pass this off to the, uh, to the uh, recorded from Podcastathon 2020? No, just uh, go go by the download package if you want to hear or watch the whole thing. You can also uh, still donate. Uh, the, the donation link will still be on the front page of nevernotfunny.com. Uh, and uh, Smile Train thanks you. We thank you. And uh, yeah, let's do it again next year. Uh, and hey, Matt, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. You can also uh, contribute this year by purchasing past Bartcastathon packages. The, those 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 will probably you know like we have a rolling thing because people you know those those purchases trickle in they may end up getting counted towards next year's total but okay. uh yes any anytime you buy any year package uh from uh podcast.com it uh it the proceeds benefit smile train all right well listen thank you again for everybody that donated to that thank you for listening to never not funny thank you for supporting never not funny thank you for uh, supporting Smile Train, thank you for uh, all that you do as a fan and listener of Never Not Funny. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is, Garen Cockrell. Uh, behind Video Village, that's Elliot Hopper, The Han Show, Matt Belknap. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Enjoy the selected cuts from Parcastathon 2020. We'll see you next time on the podcast, AK47, Go On, Not Forgotten. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in I, the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on? With we're here Gabba to Gabba. talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast.
Hey, sometimes you find yourself at uh, the, the wall that's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Yeah. Ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – Wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earn app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now um let's bring our next guest into the mix this is a joy uh great friend of the show has become a great friend of the show mm-hmm. uh and again one of the uh the uh, benefits although he did join us once at the uh uh, he lives in New York, but we were lucky that he was in L.A. Right. on the weekend of Park Castathon a few yeah. years back. Uh, so he's joining us now. Please welcome friend of the show, great guy, terrific actor, Richard Kind. Please welcome Richard Kind. Richard Kind, how are you, sir? I am well, sir. How you doing? Good. It's so nice to see you and your smiley face. And look at you. You've got the you've got the COVID uh, facial hair going. That's right. I'm waiting for it to cover my mouth so I don't have to put on a mask. Smart. You know yes, what? I know it's going to grow down, and then there'll just be a curtain of uh, of germ protectors. I grew this because. Like you say, it's a COVID beard, but all of a sudden I have a, a, a role that I think I want to use it for. And, and, and yes, Richard, I play, I play a military scientist running away from the military and hiding out in the woods for years. Well, what better way? <laughs> right. You got the. So let me ask you a question about that. As a guy like myself, who's done a, the occasional guest starring role on a television uh, series, you you work on a regular basis. One of the best. Um, when you show up for a role like that and say, hey, I have this beard that I want to use for this role. Could they tell you we don't want you to use it and you have to shave it? You don't have a choice in the matter. 
Oh my God! Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, I, he already knows. I we did the we did a reading a Zoom reading of the script three weeks ago. I had it and I said, "Listen, do you like it?" He goes, "Yeah." However, I may have another job while we're shooting the movie, so I may have to not have the beard because I may have to go to the other thing. So I've got to ask them, do they want a beard? And now I have to ask my director, "Is it okay if I shave my beard?" Oh, so uh, because you can't replace one because of continuity. So there you go. I'm going to tell you a neat story, though. There I'm was listening. a movie with Jason Patrick. Uh, Only You, I think it was called. Bonnie Hunt, Norman Jewison directed it. Jason Patrick, fantastically handsome guy, comes to the set with his head shaved. Director had no idea. Goes, what are you doing? And uh, they had to put a wig on him the whole time. Wow. And did he shave it because he thought that would be good for the role? Or was he just uh, shaved his head? Jimmy, Jimmy, why would you put me in that position? <laughs> but you, could you why, why would you, when I have no facts, would you would you ask me why he did something? Listen, Richard, Richard like everybody else in the world, I, I've turned into a journalist <laughs> since March 13th. So I... Uh, <laughs> I actually follow up uh, on questions. Uh, Very good. Very good. How are you? Are you well? We're doing well. We're getting by like anybody else. Now, you and I had the pleasure. We we joined somebody. They were doing a, a live stream uh, from. This was interesting, Matt. Uh, Richard and I were a guest together. Hello, Matt. Uh, there was Hello. a um, uh, apparently some uh, everything was closed in this one area. of Was it Rhode Island, Richard? Where was the place that that we. Remember the guy? There was the there was the one bar that the jukebox was was up and running. Yes. Okay. I'm listening to you. Going. Eventually, I will realize what you're talking about. Um, I I don't know where it is, but it was so neat that he would play. He would take requests, and you would have to pay for the request on the jukebox. And we I I don't know. Was it? I don't think it was as far as that. You think it was I don't New England? Remember where it was, but uh, was it, it Philadelphia? Was it? I don't I think I, I, Philly, Philly, New Jersey, sort of Cherry Hill area, I believe. Uh, I'll take your word for it. You don't say no, Cherry Hill and we'll end. I know enough about that as I do of Jason Patrick and only you. Do <laughs> not take my word for it, please. I wouldn't trust you as far as I can throw me. And I can throw me better than anybody else. How can, how far if you had to push uh, come shove, Richard, how far could you throw yourself? I well, I have I have <laughs> I've tried to broad jump and uh, I'm not the best in the world. So what are we talking? Three feet? Yeah. And I'm old now. I'm old. I, I, I leap like a like a West Side Story dancer. So I don't know. That's how far I could push myself. <laughs> I, by the way, Richard, there, uh, literally minimum once a week, I think about this when you were on our show at uh, Sketchfest in San Francisco, I think yeah, it was 48 ahead. years ago. Oh, my God. And first of all, how much fun did I have? How good are you at what you do? Jeez, I will say it over and over and over again. You are so good. And then Oscar, who is so good when he's acting. And I had no idea how funny he was. Right. I've always known he's a nice guy, as nice as you, if I may say. And yet I had no idea. And you guys can be brutal. You guys are biting like a razor blade. You can be brutal and are so incisive and funny. God. And and you vassal with your mouth. Jesus. Well, so good. I so, first of all, thank you. I was not setting you up for that, but I take all those compliments. I was about to compliment great, great, great. you. Great, great, great. That not a week goes by that when I'm on one of my morning walks that I think about 
saying to you uh, when you were talking about being in Second City, and I said to you, uh, and you were there with Klein and Steinberg, and you just went, fuck you. And it was the timing on your part was so perfect that it literally tickles me at least once a week. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, we had, but we had fun. That was was that in January? It was January of 2020, believe it or not. I was just going to say that cannot possibly still be the same year that we're in now. That's no, right? That was back when 2020 was decent and fun and we were having good times. Yes. And now we're uh this is what March 126th is today? Is that the <laughs> I believe date? it is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um crazy. what um Richard, uh, I'm kind of bummed out my son Oliver is not here. My son Oliver loves uh, I'm gonna get it wrong. Is it is it just called co-op? The thing you did for John Mulaney? Really? No, you got it right. He loves yeah. it, and he does a Richard Kind impression around the house, oh, but very but, often. And he, um, why would he? First of all, how old is he? Uh, he's four years old, but he loves it, man. He really gets <laughs> it. I have a funny face with a big mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's 13 years old. Uh huh. And he gets he gets comedy. He gets it. Um, uh-huh. Um, there, there's a couple. It's a takeoff. First of all, Mulaney, just ride the coattails of that guy if you can. Because I'm trying, buddy. He is. Oh, he's he's special. He's special. He's uh, uh, hey, look, everybody loves him, so I don't have to sing his graces. But he did that for documentary. Now that's the series. I think it was this, the third season. Uh, it's so so funny. And have you seen the original version we of have. Company? Thing. has your son does he have any yes contact? so he so he knows exactly what it all is yes. he knows it because it's it's just a great takeoff the songs are great eli boland did the songs and he did the lyrics yeah it's so funny i got i get lucky and i'm glad i'm glad he likes it he also has probably seen sack lunch bunch uh yeah he of course saw sack lunch bunch my, yeah. my son's as i said my son's favorite podcast is tony thaxton's bizarre albums and again i host a podcast my son's favorite comic <laughs> is john mulaney and again i'm a stand-up comic so uh he's seen all of mulaney's stuff my son has a best friend the father he loves best is his best friend's father so <laughs> believe me i can take it to an extreme so you believe it. oh god he, he doesn't even know i act <laughs> <laughs> Richard, here's a fun piece of never not funny trivia for you. The very first piece of fan mail we got back in 2006 was from a young John Mulaney. Yeah. Wow. He was in college. That sort of makes me, sort of makes me almost want to cry. That's it's so, it, it's that, crazy. That's great. And that, now he refuses to return any of my calls or emails. But he was our first. <laughs> has, he, has he been on the show? Ten years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. Okay. It's been a while. Okay, maybe he doesn't like it as much as he did in 2006. Yeah, you know what? He's grown up a little bit. He may have realized yeah. there's more out there than just oh, this. Yeah. Yes, it's sad what happens to adults. Yeah. You know, you're a kid, you're an innocent, but adulthood, that'll bring, yeah. that'll bring you know, you know uh, a criti- critical thinking. Um, I'm, I'm sure he loves it. And uh, maybe ask him again. I, uh, You know what? I will. I will ask him for the 4,000th time this year. <laughs> see what he says. Uh, <laughs> Rich, what uh, what what is a what's a Richie kind doing during this? Are you do you go on walks? Do you take a bicycle ride? What are you doing to kill the time when you're not busy between these forty right. jobs? I, I, when I first started out, uh, the the whole family went to live elsewhere. I stayed in New York because I had just come from L.A., where I had been very non-social distancing, having no idea. I went to a, a, a charity event for a weekend playing golf, you know, and stuff like that. I must have shaken 2,000 hands, hugged, kissed, 
well, I'm going to get it. And we were all laughing when we were doing this. Ah, oh, you're okay. I want to hug you, but I'll do this. Hey, give me an elbow. Ha ha ha. Then I went and I did an episode of the Goldberg. So I'm on set for a week. And then I hear about COVID and I say, I was wanted to leave on Saturday so that I could play golf Friday and Saturday and take the red eye. Uh, Thursday, I said, I better get home. I got home that night and stayed in my apartment for five weeks. Oh my God. And because we had no idea what quarantine really was, I just said, a quarantine so that the law be safe. Five weeks, it was heaven. My son's in the other room. It was wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Um, I, I worked out a lot in ways, I, believe it or not, I work out a lot, lifting weights, mm-hmm. I no weight, I suckingly gain no tone, but I get stronger. Okay. Uh, here I could only do stuff inside the house, which involved aerobics and things like that. Lost weight, uh, uh, was probably healthier than I've ever been. And so I did that. I ate well. I, the only time I went out was to go shopping and I would just shop for salads and what would go with tuna in a salad or whatever. I ate very well. Instapot. I, my favorite thing in the world is the, my Instapot. Then finally, um, uh, we all got together. We, we stayed in, we have a small place in a place called Margate, New Jersey, which is the Jersey shore. Stayed there until about mid-June, then came back here. And then uh, I traveled. I would go out to Margate. I had friends in the Hamptons, all socially distanced uh, because I trusted everybody. I didn't go wild. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I have golfed a lot. And all I've done is prove that I am the most miserable golfer. That's all I've done day after day. I practice, I go, I hit, I'm just, I used to be good. I'm not good anymore. And now uh, uh, today's Saturday. I'm, I, it's sort of shocking. Tomorrow I will be flying to LA. You're coming to, Lo- you're coming to Los Angeles tomorrow. Yes, I have work. Uh, for a couple of weeks and I may continually have work until Christmas or so. And I'm scared. Now, I just going to ask you that. Are you scared? Now, now? I've got to admit, I believe the surge will come for a couple. Of, I just burped That's for right. a couple of reasons. All I humans. Yes, I, yes. And uh, I believe it will come because our guard is down, because we've got people who are tired of all this and it's going to get worse. And wintertime does not allow for social distancing and you're in confined areas inside. People are going to go to restaurants anyway. We can't sit outside. It's going to it's freezing. You know, in L.A., of course, they will. But, um, you know, Wyoming, they, you, you, you can't social distance as well yeah. in the winter. And I believe uh, like we had it during the Spanish flu and because the doctors have said it probably will. Shockingly, here's what I want to tell Donald Trump. I'm listening. If you work out and lift weights, you're going to be stronger, right? I'm sure that Donald Trump works out, but he's not. The, somebody who lifts weights will be stronger. If somebody goes to school and practices piano seven hours a day, they're going to be a better piano player than Donald Trump. Well, if somebody goes to Stanford or MIT or Harvard or whatever and studies, uh, what is it, epidemiology, they're going to be smarter No matter how much Donald Trump knows, they're going to be smarter. It comes with the territory. So, Mr. Trump, idiot, acknowledge that somebody might be smarter and take that person's advice. 
But he does I, right now. Right now, isn't he having a a, a virusathon? I, I believe. I think he's every. I think he's trying to compete with us by having a virusathon <laughs> at the. Uh, at the and, White House. And, I, and I saw them screaming, "We love you! We love you!" That does more than the steroids or the uh, recidivin or whatever he's taking. You're right, recidivir. Uh, you know that'll keep him going until uh, seven o'clock tonight. Uh, Rich, uh, if um, if I can play devil's advocate for just a second, uh, go ahead, love it. Just play the other side. Uh, by your own admission, you've been playing more golf than ever, and you're not improving. So, does that <laughs> I really? Some, but I, I, sometimes I can. I know because you know why. Why I'm not improving is because golf is difficult, and what I'm trying to do is do it correctly. And I am not enough of an athlete to 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 do it if if i can tell you i used to hit the ball like this so so my but you want to hit the ball like this yeah you want to go flush yeah it's very difficult for me to get there especially after doing it for 20 years the other way rich and again if i could play devil's advocate a second time i just pulled up your wikipedia page and you say you're not an athlete it says here that you've got the the world record in broad jumping (laughs) so uh well that was years ago uh, well, it doesn't. It doesn't have the date. I assume you were doing oh, jump just last. No, week. no, no. It was two years ago. Jim. I, okay, fine. I, again, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, oh, no, no, I no. Wikipedia. Age does horrible things. You lose records like that. It's sad. Uh, it is sad. <laughs> uh, hey, Rich. Thank you so much for joining us, Jimmy. That you do this every year. That you do this in the first place. It's a wonderful thing. I wouldn't miss it. And because I love you, anything for you. And Brother. I mean. I, I, boy, I, I cannot tell you how much that means to me, sincerely. Yeah, but I've uh, proved it, too. Anything for you. Uh, I know it. And you mean the world to me. And so you, you're, I appreciate your kind words. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day. And sadly, we won't be able to see you when you visit us in uh, L.A., but hopefully soon we'll get to be in person. Yes. Give your son my best and thank him. I will. And, uh, bye-bye over there. And uh, Jimmy, thank you. You're back. Bye, Rich. Bye-bye. Rich Kind, guys. The great Richard Kind. Our next guest. I want to say is in the Midwest as we speak, Matt. Uh, but I believe this is her first appearance on a podcast of as well. We are thrilled that she's joining us. Please welcome another person that brightens the room, Nikki Glazer, folks. Please welcome Nikki Glazer. Oh, Nikki, you're, you're you're muted. Nikki, you're muted. Hello. Hello uh, to you. Nice to see you. Hi. Good to see you. Thanks well, for having me. Uh, well, it's our pleasure to have you uh, join us. And uh, you've you've never done a podcastathon, right? We've done some uh, podcasts and stuff, but this is your first, right? This is my first. I'm glad to be here. We're thrilled to have you here. And are you still in St. Louis, Nikki? I am, unfortunately. Yeah. The last time I talked to you guys, I was uh, living at home with my parents in St. Louis, and I'm I'm still. I still am. I don't you're know what's doing wrong with me. For safety. That's why you're doing it, right? For safety. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. People. Um, yeah. I get, keep getting asked why um, I'm here because I'm successful and um, 36. They're like, why are you living with your parents? So um, I stopped seeing that therapist because I just uh, I don't want to look inside myself and figure out what is wrong with me. But yeah, I'm just. I'm, I, I, I don't know. It's, I, was, I was in between New York and L.A. right when uh, COVID hit, and I was kind of like, where am I going to move next? So I'm kind of just waiting to see um, if the fires go out or if, you know, 
there's a vaccine. I don't know. Everywhere seems terrible. If there's going to be a civil war, I'm kind of just like waiting for all of that to. A civil war is St. Louis the best spot for that? It seems like you'd be caught right in the middle of it there. Yeah, but um, I feel like my at least here I have someone. I'm living with someone who will like defend me and die first, like trying to protect me. But like I don't, I don't have. I need to have like a husband or something. I need a family, um, and I don't have that. But like my dad's here, and he'll he'll defend me i guess he's old um does but, your yeah. father have a gun does your dad have a firearm there in the house um no he has like a, a thing that he hits he kills flies with that shoots little salt pellets but that's about it no we don't we don't have guns but we're we're looking into it how deadly accurate is his aim that he could shoot it like <laughs> that at a, at a i don't fly? know <laughs> i haven't a- seen it yet my mom won't let him use it oh wow i've never even heard of this device it's a- yeah salt uh, pellet pack that shoots out of it yeah i guess i don't know my dad's obsessed with it but my mom will not i haven't even seen it he's been talking about it for six months but he's he loves it and uh, apparently it's like a really fun toy that you can shoot uh flies and kill them and like like it it works and but it gets salt all over the house and it stains the furniture ej and so i don't get to see it (laughs) yeah that's like an indoor toy that sounds like an outdoor toy yeah yeah I how many flies has he hit with it? Has he has he ever had success with it? Uh, yeah, I think he has. I mean, he, when I first moved home, he was like, "You've got to see my gun," and um, and he was so excited about it. But like, honestly, my mom like hit it. I think. I, but he he t- apparently it's really fun, and you can you do have accuracy with it. You can kill flies. He how? he's pro- he would probably tell us he's in the next room. It well, that's up to you if you want to bring your dad into this mess. I, dad. Uh... Okay, here we go. Mr. Glazer's going to be here. here in a little bit. Dad, he is such, yeah, he's like, he's a, he loves this stuff. He's been on like every show with is me. This, um, is this Edward James? Yes, this uh Edward John. You know, I was almost like, <laughs> Edward James? Almost. It was Edward John. <laughs> I got so close. Uh, yeah. Nikki, so your dad, is is he joining us? I don't know. I can't tell. Hold on. I, I don't want to scream. Hey, Dad! Okay, here we go. I'm going to have to take off the headphones, so you might have... Um, this is uh, Jimmy Pardo and, and Matt Belknap. Hey, Jimmy. Um, here, look, yeah. EJ, so. let's see. Uh, 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 EJ, yeah, how are you? You immediately yeah. grabbed the guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't have to play a song, sir. Hi. <laughs> uh, how are you? So walk, walk us through this fly gun that uh, Nikki's been talk, uh, telling us about. How accurate is it, and how many flies have you hit? Oh, it's very accurate, and uh, it's called Bug Assault, which is kind of a cool name. You load it with Martin Salt, and it shoots a spray like a shotgun. And uh, I'm not really that good a shot. I just wing a lot of them. Yeah. And, but but you, you've had success. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's deadly accurate. In fact, now they make them with a laser pointer. And uh, it's, very, it's a lot of fun. It's my I new have, hobby. I just told a story the other day, and story's a strong word on this, EJ, about how I had a lock of fly into a small bathroom and, and took me 12 minutes to hit it with a magazine and you're shooting from across with with a with a with a laser you would love this thing uh, mine doesn't have a laser pointer but when, when my wife gave it to me for christmas she said now i don't want you to to use this inside the house so i'm like what well, i'm supposed to go outside and hunt flies in the outdoors <laughs> that makes no sense at all that's a, right the, the flies belong outside ej and i don't want you killing the fly uh, but no have a uh, little in my trophy room i have a lot of flies mounted on the wall i would imagine uh what uh ej was there any conversation from the uh, democratic party did they contact you at all about the debate the other night uh, when the uh, fly was uh interrupted 
No, but I wish I would have had that bug assault rifle then, boy. That would have been. I would imagine. I could have picked him clean. He wouldn't even noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't notice that this was happening. So I can imagine how great you would have been. Uh, EJ, what do you? Uh, how do you practice with this gun? Do you line up bottles outside? Do you line up little uh, like those fake ice cubes with a fly in it? What do you do? Well, I can tell you, you practice on various bugs, but uh, I can tell you one thing. Yes. On on wet wasps, it just pisses them off. So Hanks don't. The wasp. It, just, it doesn't work on wasps at all. It just get, it gets them really mad. But now, uh, other little, little, you know, tiny little bugs. We have a river cabin, and in the spring, the, the screens are leaky, and the bugs that come in are just incredible. So I get a lot of practice. But every friend of mine that I've shown this to has gone crazy about it, and everybody's it. bought one. I hear it stains the furniture. Is there any truth to that? <laughs> Don't tell my wife that. No, it doesn't do a damn thing. I, well, that's not what I hear. <laughs> uh, um, uh, well, listen, that sounds fan. And, and where's it right now? I, I hear it may be locked up. Is that uh, accurate? Oh, where is it? Why haven't I seen that? Well, thing? it's at the cabin. Oh. But, there the is cabin. The, but, Jimmy, there is one in the house, and you're right. My wife has hidden it. <laughs> you, you know in, why? In he, he hides it because it stains the furniture. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Hey, it's all it's it's all sporting fun, and it's uh, you know it, you got to somebody's got to take care of these flies. Well, I appreciate you taking the hit for the rest of us. I know uh, <laughs> St. Louis is also where that couple uh, went out on their driveway with their guns to uh, scare the protesters <laughs> off. So, uh, if you're a fly or an African American, stay out of St. Louis. That's what I'm learning from this conversation. <laughs> It'd be great to see them with bug assault rifles. Uh, God. If I was in charge of marketing for that company, that's what I would do right now. <laughs> I think that'd be smart, or, or or at least get them in handcuffs. How about that? Let's uh, let's go that route with it. Uh, hey, Jimmy, I've been on Conan twice. I've seen you warm up the crowd. You do great. I've seen you on t television, of course, a hell of a lot. Too. Well, thank you, EJ. I've, I've been at Conan, I said. Did yeah. I say on? I think you're just like, you think you've been on at this uh, uh, Nikki, what you don't know is that your father has seen come you on. Too. He and I do an act, and we've gone on Conan twice now. And uh, we do this whole fly swatter routine, and people seem to love it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be big. Keep it All up. Right. EJ, scram. Let me talk to your daughter. Hey, thanks a bunch. Uh, Thanks, guys. <laughs> EJ Glazer, everybody. Good to have St. Louis's own. Yeah, uh, yeah. We went on the road together. I took him out on the road with me. He's like a part of my act now. Uh, <laughs> and you were just in. You were just at our buddy uh, Jared's club. You were just in Bloomington, right, for the anniversary yeah. show. Yeah, I was doing. Um, I was just doing some shows out there and uh, performing in, in a mask. I've been doing clubs because in the Midwest, um, their like rooms are open, you know, and and they're funny bones and improvs. Like people are working clubs, which is I didn't even know, and um, which feels crazy. But and I've been some in some of the rooms, and I um, I just go up with a mask on, and it's so weird. You and wear the mask the entire set. The entire set. Good for an, you. An hour. And um, it's really, it's it's hard, you know, like, it, but if you don't do well, you can just go, oh, it's because I had a mask on. And, you know, it protects you from any kind of, um, yeah, having to, like, look at yourself and, and maybe realize that you're not as good as you were in February. Uh, and it's like, it's and it's like, it's like working out with, like, a, um, a weighted vest, you know, like, I'll be better because of it. You got, you're just, like, a lot more animated. But the problem is, people that are going to clubs right now, um... You know, you it's not the rules, right? It maybe isn't my my crowd, but it, yes, that's a great point. That's you know a, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Even, in, even in Bloomington. 
No, Bloomington actually was cool because they were they they were obeying the rules and they then that club is just like such great comedy fans and they really were like doing a really diligent job about making it run safely. But I'm in St. Louis. I'm going up with the funny bone uh, here and I just like run on stage with a mask and I run the hell out. They're all just, you know, drunk and, and their masks are like loose across their face. Or there's the guy with the don't you hate the guy that forgets his mask and just yes. T-shirts it. You're just like, go home. No one even. Even though this is the same as a mask let's be honest with ourselves like right. they're all just like little they're just little t-shirts but like you just feel so gross when you're just like oh like i would rather just go home than walk in a store like that i i i, I it happened at the post office the other day and i i saw the guy coming and i was like i'm gonna wait for that guy to go in and go out <laughs> even though to your point it's the same it's as a mask the same. It's, but, it, but it's like, it just looks gross. And I, and I actually build a whole backstory too that I hate the guy instead of it just going, well, maybe he's just like you and forgot his mask and lives yeah. 20 minutes away and doesn't want to deal with the, all the hassle of going home. But in my head, it's like, look at this asshole. It has no respect for other people. Doesn't yep. care about the COVID. You prick. Yep. But yeah. I, I do that too. Just project so much stuff onto onto them and get so mad. But yeah, it's um, it's 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 weird out here. But I'm in St. Louis and it's like it is a it's different. I don't know how it is in L.A. Really, I haven't been there for a while. But um, just it's you know people are really easy about it here. I mean, you just wear a mask and I, they're taking it seriously. And I don't I don't really check the numbers, so I'm in denial of it. But the fact that there's cl- like a comedy club open is so insane. Yeah, I. I agree with you. And, right? uh, but I'm, but I'm, I'm not advertising it. I'm like this. I am not. I don't want anyone to like come out because they're like, you said you were going to be there. I'm just like showing up and running in and running out. But um, it's it's hard. It's hard not to, I guess. I probably shouldn't be doing stand up, but I can't. I can't help it. It's in your bones, isn't it, Nikki? Well, you, you know, oh, I'm competitive. And you see, I love the beginning of COVID because no one could do stand-up. And you're like, oh, good, everyone's getting bad. But now people are out there doing it. And I'm like, oh, I got to stay good. You'll, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll I'll be little, fine. You've been doing it long enough. Now, listen, let's talk about you. Uh, you did fly back to L.A. because you filled in for Jimmy Kimmel for a few shows, right? Yeah. How was, was uh, One f- show, yeah. Oh, just one? Yeah. Uh, I think Sarah Cooper think so. got two, but good luck to you. <laughs> um, what... Um, I don't know how many Sarah Cooper got. She uh, she's the one that does that lip sync uh, to Trump stuff, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are um, annoyed that she got a special because they're just like, "Who's this girl?" But I'm like, anyone who watches has to watch that much footage of him, and like, because to memorize, have you ever tried to do a lip sync video where you're trying to do their like, yes. it's not just like singing. That's much easier to lip sync. Talking, you have to study it over and over. I did one for TikTok that was just like a Kardashian lip sync. It was so hard to do to mimic someone else's speech. So I'm Sarah Cooper's put in long hours listening to him. So I'm like, give her everything. That everything? is like that seems like yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what. Like I could never do that. I know most people like to listen to him that much. I can't even listen. I can't even watch her videos because I can't stand his voice. Uh, but you know what? I, I've turned that corner too with her videos. It's like I don't. I don't need to hear him. Yeah. Uh, more than I'm already hearing him. I can't even enjoy making fun of him. It's just, um, it's, it's beyond that point for me, but I, uh, I've gotten to that. I may unsubscribe to his podcast. I may <laughs> stop listening to it. Because, oh, Jimmy. No. Oh, Come it's on. great. Uh, Give it a few more months. It's fun. He, he plays games on there. Oh, you're, you'd enjoy the heck out of it, Matt. If you haven't listened yeah. to Donald Trump. <laughs> by the way, when he leaves office, what is it? A week and a half before he has a podcast? What do we, what do we give him? Oh my God. Fucking network. He's, he's, you know, he's going to have everything. I love that you're talking like that. Oh. I think he's going to go to prison. But anyway, Nikki, 
Uh, was that fun doing the, the Jimmy Kimmel program? Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, it was like so easy. You know, when you do these shows, it's just there's there's so much work that go. It just feels bigger than it is when you're backstage and there's people running around. And it just there's always so big and they feel like so much work. But I, it was shot in this like a like this empty house. There were like five crew there. I was just like in a uh, my my green room was just like the pool cabana i was alone it was just like so it's nice that it's just so low production there's literally me and the guy with the camera in the room filming the monologue and i like these shows i don't i'm tired of like audience feedback like not i like i obviously like like applause and everything but watching these shows and the people they clap too much they laughed the clapping i can't stand and so it's nice to watch monologues or um just you know even watching like Bill Maher is now back in studio and they're just clapping so much. And I'm like, half of this is clapping and I just want to push the 30 seconds ahead thing. Right. Cause now I'm more used to just people without just being able to talk without an audience. So I liked that aspect of it, even though it was very awkward to not have laughter. Very, very weird. And, there's no way to make it not look weird. You, it's always going to look like you're bombing. Um, and there's really no way around it. So, um, it, but it was really fun. And, uh, I like, but it was, and it was just like easy. I don't know. It's, it was, it, I, I also like, don't, I realize now that this stuff doesn't matter as much and I'm not, everything's riding on it. And if it all goes away, like, okay, it's, let's say that was like my audition to take over for Jimmy Kimmel someday. And I, I usually I'd like put everything on that. And I just was like, just do a good job, have fun. And I, I truly was able to get to that place instead of putting so much on it. Because if I, if all my dreams in my career don't come true, um, I think that's actually going to I'll be OK. Like I live at home with my parents in St. Louis. I'm happy right now. Like if this is as good as it gets, I'm good. Yeah. Nick, I want to remind you, you're 36 years old and living with your parents. Do you really want to say this as loudly as you are? That's a really good point. OK, yeah. um, I uh, it, I really Jimmy. Uh, if You're Jimmy welcome. Kimmel is watching, um, <laughs> I would like to take over and I need it. And, uh, yeah, I, I do have dreams and, um, my career is everything. I would recommend pushing him down some stairs. That's my suggestion <laughs> for you. Yeah. For Jimmy Kimmel. He's not, he's not very uh, good on steps from what I understand. So I, I would push him down him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I don't know. I, I don't, you feel that way. That's just now that things have changed. Like you just are refocused on like what is important. And well, yes, 100%. Well, Hollywood made that decision for me. So it's, it's been, uh, it's been real easy to not panic about things anymore. So, uh, I'm in great shape. I'm living with my parents here. Uh, I, I consider my wife and son, my parents. And, uh, <laughs> it seems to be going well. Uh, Nikki, we have to say goodbye to you. Sadly. Oh my gosh, this flew by. This is going to be weird, though. Will you do me a favor? I have an opening uh, at 6.15. Can you get your dad my email to him so that he could... I'd like to have your dad back later in the show. He's amazing. I, I know. He really showed me up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Nikki. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Nikki Glazer, everybody. The great Nikki Glazer. Uh, but right now, as I mentioned, uh, we've got some great music coming to us. I want to say from Austin, Texas. I could be wrong about the location. We'll find out. Uh, it's our great friend, Rebecca Lobie, everybody. Rebecca Lobie. Hi. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm, I ple- I'm, being, I'm being told to hold. Uh, can I come? Uh, now we're back. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. Uh, boy, look at that smiley face, huh, Matt? We welcome that. On the, uh, 
now, Rebecca, uh, Matt and I just had a bet. Uh, uh, he doesn't know this, but I bet that you're in Austin, Texas, and he said Nashville. Oh, no, you're right, Austin. Yeah, I, didn't I win that bet. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, you said Nashville. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca, that uh, first of all, it's a joy to see you. It's been so long since we've seen you. It's been too long. Um, right? Has it been? It's got to be. It's actually only been like a year and a half, but it feels like a decade. It, That's uh, crazy. Yeah, we were just talking with Richie Kind about it. By the way, I don't think he goes by Richie Kind, and I don't know if he appreciates me saying it that way. Uh, <laughs> that we saw him in January, and that seems like it was a decade ago. Yeah. So, uh, but you were last with us maybe about a year and a half ago, you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just looked it up because I couldn't remember. Oh, so, and uh, in the meantime, uh, is anything in, I mean, other than COVID, of course, uh, I'm trying to remember, did you get engaged or married or am I conflating two different people? <laughs> no, no, that's me. I got engaged. Um, wait, no. <laughs> I got engaged shortly after I last saw you, but you right. sensed it. You premonished it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think since yeah. then, I thought that you may, you may have gotten engaged. I did. Um, although, you know, what's really funny is that I keep it all very quiet on social media because my partner's not on. He doesn't even have a YouTube account. He's just never been on social media which i admire and respect very much oh, um so i keep it all pretty quiet online so i guess this is my um digital announcement my, my apologies my if i uh, if no, i blew this up i don't care i don't care we were actually supposed to get married in september but um obviously the the wedding didn't happen oh. and we're gonna run down to the courtyard courthouse sometime soon for the end of the year get hitched drink some champagne in the backyard and then throw a party once we're allowed to do that That'll be, well, first of all, that'll be great. Will he blow any glass at that ceremony? Is that something that he'll do? Do you keep records on this or is your memory just really that good? Rebecca, I've met one person in my life that knows a person that blows glass. You don't think I'm going to remember that one anecdote, that one piece of information? <laughs> he hasn't been blowing glass for the past couple of years. He had a couple of injuries with it and, um, and mm. his, his enthusiasm waned. I would um, imagine. He still has the equipment. He might pick it up again at some point. But one of the he cut his hand pretty bad, and it was oh. not cute. So we're we're letting we're letting that one chill for until he gets the inspiration again. When you say he still has the equipment, does that include the man bun? Because I know he had one of those for a, a second and a half. <laughs> for the record, he invented the man bun. He's been rocking that shit since high school. Oh, I forgot to ask about language. I'm sorry. Apparently, we could do it. Apparently, that's how you hillbillies in Austin do it. You just come out with your filth mouth. It's for children. I'm so sorry. There's no children watching. <laughs> Not even sure there's adults Luckily. watching. <laughs> um, I was I was watching earlier, and I'm glad that I did. I joined in the chat on YouTube and saw a few of your guests, and I was so glad that I tuned in because it reminded me that I needed to caffeinate before oh. coming on here with you. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some strong caffeine to keep up with this. So well, you're gonna I'm trying. You're doing great. You're uh, and, and by the way, Matt and I did cocaine before the show, so. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. You may have caffeinated yourself. We we just did a bump off a prostitute's ass, so it, it seemed to go well. Great, um, Rebecca, you've got the album out with the young ladies, uh, and the name of the say the name of that group if you would please. I'm in a band called Nobody's Girl. Right, which uh, you guys, uh, the album was uh, critically acclaimed, was it not? Well, we had an EP that came out last year, caused a bunch of noise, and then yeah. we recorded a full-length record that was supposed to come out in July, and, um, you know, it's 
been a weird year, so we delayed the record till February, and then the label just decided to delay it one more time. So now we're pushed back till summer of 2021. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. Well, we want to be able to tour. Who knows if we'll even be able to tour then, but we have a better chance of being able to tour next summer than next spring. So, um, So yeah, we're, as a trio, we're playing online shows every month and getting together, you know, online to try and keep the candle burning. Um, which is kind of hard when you're in a harmony band. Like the whole point of our project is we're three singer songwriters. We came together after a decade of doing this all on our own. And, you know, we just like singing together and we like writing together. So, um, but you know, we do zoom shows and it's fun. We do shows, you know, online and we're, but we're all separate and we haven't figured out a way to like really sing in harmony together live online yet. So if anybody's working on that technology, call me. I want to. I, I, do we want to give? Is it Jamcaster? Do we want to give them a uh, plug? What's the name of that thing, Elliot? If you could give it in our ear, Jamkazam. Jam yeah, you've heard I've about. I've heard it. of Jamkazam, and I've heard it's really close to working well enough, and not quite there yet. I heard it cross sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe that'll be a good solution. It'll probably start working as soon as the uh, pandemic is over. <laughs> Since right? We don't need it anymore. We yeah. mastered it, and then you go to the club. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca, uh, but you, you of course, we know you, of course, before you joined that, uh, these other two ladies in this outfit as a solo artist. And we've been blessed to have you uh, do some songs for us in the past. Will you be kind enough to do a song for us now? Certainly. Wonderful. And so uh, don't be uh, distracted. We're going to Matt and I will disappear during this uh, to fine. give you uh, full attention. So okay. uh, here we go. Rebecca Lobby. What's the name of this song, Rebecca? This is called Got Away. Wonderful. Take it away. All right. Time to pay the bills again Makes a woman feel like running I keep a backpack by the door You keep asking what that's for Can't find the right way to say You don't know who Maybe I'll roll out at dawn Headlights off, radio on The open road will take me back You'll move on, you always have
Oh my God. <laughs> that was holy through through the internet that gave me chills. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Man, Re- Rebecca, as as always, just so beautiful and so. Thank you. I mean, who gives a shit what comedian Jimmy Pardo thinks? But holy man, that was <laughs> unbelievable. What a beautiful song. Thank you. And you sound, you so much. if I may, better than ever. You sound. Is it, is it, and, and I don't mean that you always sound great, but I'm wondering if maybe the lack of touring and stuff is, is your voice so rested that it's fuller I, and stronger than usual? I am definitely better rested. Um, you know, it's, it's been a hard year. I'd cancel like a hundred shows and it's been really crazy and there are things about it that I really miss, but this is the first time in my adult life that I've ever been home in my own house for six months straight. Right. And I'll tell you something crazy. My to-do list still isn't anywhere close to being done, which... <laughs> really has taught me something about what I was trying to do to myself when I was touring full time with this giant list of tasks that I wanted to accomplish to keep this music career going. When if you completely take out the 150 shows a year and the 200 days of travel and coordinating that and executing that, I still can't get the side work done. So, I mean, it's it's been nuts. Um, and I, I feel fortunate that I'm safe and healthy and I've right. been really trying to use this time to do all the things that I usually tell myself I don't have time for, like yoga and meditating and gardening and going for walks. So maybe all of that is in my voice somehow. I don't know. It's it, got, uh, it couldn't hurt, right? It couldn't hurt. It might <laughs> up positive energy. I will tell you this, that I every weekend uh, since March, I've said, this is the weekend I clean out the garage. And <laughs> I, I'm literally, good. I mean, yes, Never Not Funny takes up my time and so on and so forth. But it, what, do, it, do it on a Wednesday then, jackass. Do it. There's plenty of time to do it, and I just can't find the time to do it. So I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. is my point, my long-winded yeah. point. Um, hey, Rebecca, before we have you do another song, I do want, uh, as, as big a fan as Matt and I are of you and your music, of course, Garen Cockrell uh, is our is your biggest fan in the world. And so I let's bring Garen. Garen on. I'm Garen's biggest uh, fan. Garen, where are you at, dude? Okay, that was amazing. Thank you, Garen. <laughs> I don't want you to. I don't want Rebecca to come on here, uh, Garen, and, uh, and not give you an opportunity to say hello and uh, uh, check in with her or have a question. Or is there anything you'd like to talk to Rebecca about, Garen? Already been promoting Rebecca in this chat. She oh, yes. I did it. I'm telling put you, put your mic here. down. We don't need Garen, to. Garen, put your oh, mic by your mouth. I so forgot. I can hear you. You know, true story. I just ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, so that's why my <laughs> mic was up. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Crunchy, smooth, strawberry, grape only, kind of sandwich are we talking? Yeah, what'd you go with? Uh, Garrett, peanut butters for me, guys. Really? Yeah. I, I knew there it. was a reason we got along so well. I didn't smooth. know the answer. Smooth, Jimmy. Like, smooth. Like, only the smoothest. I like and the strawberry like jam. Like that is actually my exact peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's yeah, really me, funny. I like I like a crunchier uh, peanut butter, but uh, I will I, I agree with the uh, with the, your jam and jellies. <laughs> um Garen, is there a song that uh, we could, uh, and we're limited a little bit by YouTube, but is there a song that you'd like Rebecca to play or, or do you want to just, uh, dealer's choice? Um, you know what? I My favorite song by you is Lie, but that might be a bit of a downer. I'm not going to so, be able to do that one today. I have something special lined up for you. Oh, here we go. There you go. Special. So Garen, mind your own business. <laughs> I, but I did want to say, I did want to tell you, Jimmy, that Garen was really helpful to me over the summer, as was Elliot, because I have launched a YouTube channel. Well, okay. 
I have had a YouTube channel for a long time. I've recently stopped neglecting my YouTube channel <laughs> and I've started, um, I've been using my time during lockdown to make a series of videos I've always wanted to make, which is all about like what goes on behind the scenes in the life of a indie musician. And I knew nothing about putting up content on, on YouTube. And I called Garen and just picked his brain for about an hour. And then he was like, you know, who you really need to talk to about this technical stuff is Elliot. And Elliot talked to me for like two hours and both of them just hugely impacted my workflow and how the series has come together. So anyhow, I just want to thank oh, those guys publicly and thank are, you uh, for introducing me to them. Uh, my, well, uh, my, you're welcome. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to take full credit. <laughs> take all the credit. Yeah, this, is really, this is really you, Jimmy. You did it. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, Rebecca. You're welcome, children. I'm here for everybody. Uh, Rebecca, uh, before we run out of time, let's hit, the, let's hit this other song then, if you would. Please. All right. Thank you. I wanted to play you guys this song. Um, it is on the Nobody's Girl record that we were just discussing. And um, I just put a video up on my Patreon today, and we're going to be releasing an acoustic video of me playing it with Nobody's Girl on Tuesday. So I want to give you guys a sneak peek today. Wonderful. Here we go. Rebecca Lobie, everybody. Wrong key. Still Rebecca Lobie. Saw your face in the stars last night Shining down from a clear black sky Colorado turned out the light A thousand miles from California sand A thousand more into the Blue Ridge Mountains All in the cradle of your weary an eight-foot flag with just his hands and a pile of rags sometimes all we need is what we have
promised land. Just beautiful. Thanks. Just beautiful, Rebecca. So great. Thanks. So great to see you. It's, it is so great to see you, too. What a joy. It is. I, I, I say what a joy so often sarcastically, but I it, it truly... <laughs> Seeing your smile has it just it, 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 even back to back Richard Kind and Rebecca Loba you don't get two better smiles than that that was and Katie Lazarus this has been nothing but smiles they have I have enjoyed all the guests so much today it's been I'm going to keep watching all afternoon well wonderful and thank show. you so much for taking time to join us it really means a lot to me thanks for doing this you're you thanks bye for Rebecca bye guys. Rebecca Loby, guys get her uh, the new album uh, the, uh, the the ladies get the EP and then when the album comes out in the uh, in the summer of next year before they tour hopefully tour uh, get it then. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Here are the handles for all the guests of this week's episode. Richard Kind is on Twitter at RealRichardKind. Nikki Glazer is at Nikki Glazer. Rebecca Lobe is at Rebecca Lobe. That's L-O-E-B-E. Paul F. Tompkins is at P.F. Tompkins. And Jen Kirkman is at Jen Kirkman. So go follow all of them. Jimmy Pardo is at Jimmy Pardo. He's also at the Flappers Zoom Room this Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. That is at flapperscomedy.com. If you want to buy tickets, that's where to go, flapperscomedy.com. Jimmy will be telling some stories, taking requests, doing some crowd work in the Zoom room there. So go check him out Friday, October 16th, 7 p.m. show. And you can enjoy that. Uh, also, by Friday, we should have all of Podcastathon, the digital download, up for purchase. Well, the purchase will be up now, but the files will be up by Friday. All six hours, 17 guests, so much fun. And the proceeds benefit Smile Train. So for $19.99, go pick up that digital download at nevernotfunny.com. We'll put the link right there. Or if you want to just go right to hardcast.com that's where the purchasing and the downloading and the streaming will happen so check that out one more final uh, quick note uh, jimmy wanted me to let you know that he misread oliver's handwriting the uh the dimensions on that court uh, in the trivia question were actually uh 13 by 90 not by 40 so or 91 whatever he he saw a four what he thought was a four turned out to be a nine so you don't have to email us just know that that was incorrect and i will be asking for a redo on that trivia question enjoy hey hiring's hard so hard so zip recruiters there to make it easy so easy that a boy matt you did exactly what i was hoping for we don't plan these folks we don't script these out we we sit down we go uh hey let's do a zip recruiter ad and then i i just say something and then matt responds and it's very very never enough funny very brand. organic uh very organic we both turn into james austin johnson <laughs> doing trump very organic they're talking about organic <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your, your passion. It's not mine. I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) Obviously we all know that. Okay. I just want to make sure from longtime listeners know that you love the opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So 
Just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. (laughs) Uh, That is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. You know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's bring our next guest right into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, uh, welcome. I, I don't. I, 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 I'm hard pressed to think that I don't believe this guy has missed a podcastathon yet either. Um, mm, yeah. But we'll find out. Uh, no, we won't. We'll just talk to him. See what's going on. Uh, I got to imagine he's going to be the. Uh, let, you know what? Let's already give the trophy out, Matt. Best dressed. Okay. I mean, Scott looked pretty good. He had a. Scott a did look good. Casual uh, open collar with a with a jacket on. So let's see what happens. Uh, all right. Here we go. Please welcome Paul of Tompkins. Hello, Paul. How are you? Go, Jimmy, go. You got that right. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins, who I, I will now give the award. I did. I was right. Best rest of the night. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Jimmy. Well, we I don't that. mean to show. I'm talking. I don't mean to show anyone up. I'm just me and I'm doing what I do. <laughs> Paul, where are you at? It looks like you're at, uh, at somebody else's house or is that I'm, your place? I'm just at home. Mm-hmm. I'm just at home. Uh, and are you lying? I see some cobwebs back there. Is that because the cleaning hasn't come in because of the pandemic? Or no, Jimmy. Don't you understand? My home is haunted. 
<laughs> oh, I did not know that. Yes. I've not been to your new place. Uh, is it? Did you buy it knowing it was haunted? Yes, I did. Oh, you did. You're welcome yes. to that. Not unlike Dana Gould buying uh, Roddy McDowell's old place. You bought this because you knew it was haunted. Is Roddy McDowell's old place haunted? No, he's, uh, uh, you know, uh, Dana doesn't shut up about Planet of the Apes, so he bought right. Roddy McDowell's house. But the house claims, isn't haunted. coincidentally. But, but the house isn't haunted. I don't believe it's haunted. Yes, my house is haunted. Oh, yours is haunted. Yes. What uh, what happened? What kind of haunts? What kind of what do the ghosts and goblins do, Paul? Well, it's it, Jimmy. Goblins don't haunt things. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not aware of that. I don't know the paranormal as you do. Should we run them down? Yes, please walk me through them. Ghosts. Yes. They haunt things. Okay. Ghouls. Yes. They stumble into things. It's akin to a haunting, but they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm listening. Goblins. They are mischievous creatures that hide in trees. All right. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're laughing at this. You're not taking this seriously? I, that was Matt Belknap laughing. I'm writing it down. I'm, not, I'm taking every single word of these seriously. Banshees. <laughs> they scream and yell. It's very loud, very unpleasant. All right. The swamp thing. He protects mm -hmm. the environment. He lives in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, monster trucks. Yes, they what are they trucks. Do? They, they are trucks that have been turned monstrous. I see. By evil mechanics. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, floating eyeballs. That's uh -huh. a big thing. Not good. <laughs> right. Um, leeches. They're just, they're regular creatures, but they're gross. They yeah, suck blood. They, okay. I was, I was wondering how they fit into this. It almost yes. feels like they were incongruous to the rest of the list. No. Ticks, same thing. I see. Uh, lightning bugs. Oh, they light up the sky. They, yes, they're lighting up the sky. Okay. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. What are those? Tell me about those, please. Well, they're turtles. I see. They're teenagers. I see. They're mutants. Uh-huh. And they're also ninjas. <laughs> They've got the skills to be ninjas, yes. in addition to all the other qualifications. Frankenberry. What's he about? unholy creature created by a mad scientist he's also a serial fun <laughs> yes what else what else bats uh-huh mice that have wings on them mm-hmm they fly around very erratically that's weird right it is weird when you see a bird flying it's like that guy knows what he's doing when you see a bat flying you're like hey are you drunk <laughs> uh brooms Wait, I, well, I missed that. Brooms? Brooms. Oh, Jesus. Witches, you know. I see. Right? They ride those brooms. Oh, witches. Yeah, right. Don't forget the witches. Forgot to mention witches. Mm -hmm. uh, goats. I think, hmm? I think you've listened enough. I don't think you need All any right. kind of pressure on you. So you get the idea. I got the idea, but I guess at the end of the day, though, I'm still curious what's happening there at your house. Well... There are a number of spirits, uh, ghosts, if you will, wraiths, some call them, mm -hmm. uh, that are uh, haunting this home. And what happens in haunting times is that the ghosts will make themselves known to me either by moving things around that I didn't ask them to move around and they shouldn't be doing it because I like everything just so, mm -hmm. or they will appear to me as a white sort of a shimmery apparition. With eye holes and a mouth hole. I see. Uh, 
And listen, that well, that sounds like a guy just in a costume, doesn't it, Matt? That's what that sounds. That's like. what I was going to say. That sounds like a children's, uh, you know, like in the seventies, you would just take a sheet and cut the holes. Yeah, in. that sounds like a. Oh, that was the seventies. That's what they did in the seventies. Well, before uh, before the costume industry really got up and running. Uh huh. Uh huh. It seems like you're just describing an episode of the Brady Bunch to re- kind of which one? Uh, the one where they haunt the house so they don't have to sell it. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the children don't want to sell the house, so they try to scare. I believe it's the woman that ended up uh, that was Mrs. Howell. They try to scare her away from buying the house. The Brady Bunch, if, correct me if I'm mistaken, but I don't think that I am, was a show about a family who lived in Hawaii and they were attacked by spiders. No, you are that they were on vacation for a couple of just a couple of weeks that they were lucky enough to film. They lived, in, I want to say, in Los Angeles. I've seen two episodes of the show. Both took place in Hawaii. I don't know why you would assume they were on vacation there. It's a TV show. Well, because I saw more than those two episodes and uh, the characters were on a vacation in Hawaii. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And a family of six. Where did they get the money to go to Hawaii? Well, he was an architect and apparently architects got paid a lot of money back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Now, this is. What is what is an architect? An architect is a guy that will like very similar to what you're living there, right? like a house. Uh, they will design. An architect is a house. No, no, no. You don't. No, you don't. Let me finish. They will design the you layout this guy? of the house. Hold on, nope. I'm talking to one of the ghosts. Uh, you believe this guy? Woo! <laughs> uh, are they, that, is, that does sound like something you would say. Now, who is that? Which ghost are you speaking to, Paul? Uh, which one are you? Anne. Oh, you're talking to a lady ghost. <laughs> yep. I uh, what's the what's the percentage on lady ghost versus male ghost there in the house? It's fifty fifty. It's it's happened. right down the middle. Yeah, I think it's a lot of couples that are haunting the house. Oh, you think you got the maybe a double date that went bad and they haunted that house? It's more than four. Oh my gosh, how many ghosts are in that house? Six. <laughs> I guess I expected more than that. Um, so Brady Bunch number. For Six a, is more than four. Yes, it is, of course. But I thought it would be uh, even grander than that. But uh, now you're saying Didn't six. they take the house? Wasn't the housekeeper also in Hawaii? Yeah, they brought her as long as well. Yes. They were very close. There's no way they didn't live there. Somebody has to clean up those, ho- uh, those hotel rooms. And certainly you'd bring <laughs> the, uh, the housekeeper. To clean up strangers' hotel rooms. These are not strangers. They live. Uh, the woman lives with them. They have, yes. But a, a hotel would have a maid service. I'm well, I, listen, I'm aware of that. I don't know if the Brady's understood Jimmy, that. Jimmy, oh, really? you're all over the place. I'm First trying. they live in Hawaii, then they don't. I never said they live in Hawaii. You said they live in Hawaii. Well, that's right, they do. It. They don't live in Hawaii. They, live, they were there. Well, they don't now because the show's off the air. What are we doing? You're, you so remember? you're suggesting, had you seen the Arizona episodes, you would think they lived in Arizona? The what? They went to Arizona on a vacation as well. They would, and, and if you it, lived in Hawaii, why would you go to Arizona on vacation? They were. They went to it. Is like it me or is it him? <laughs> <laughs> they went to a ghost town. That was Buckley. Oh, is that Buckley? Yes. Uh, Didn't they go to the Grand Canyon too? They went to the. That's part of that Arizona. Yeah, they went to the right, Grand yeah. Canyon and then. Uh, there's a Grand Canyon in Hawaii. Nope, that's a volcano. Waimea Canyon. Nope. Mark Twain called it the Grand Canyon of the Pacific. Wow. This is true. I can only take your word on that. I don't know that to be true, so I will take your It's on word. the Garden Isle of Kauai. I don't know about it. All of I should tell you, all of my uh, uh, Hawaii information is from those two episodes of the Brady Bunch. I know nothing else other than what they've taught me. Well, now who's the Brady Bunch expert? Turns out still me. <laughs> no, never was you. It was never you. You are, you are not the Brady Bunch expert. You're challenging my knowledge of the Brady Bunch? 
Oh, I don't want to because I fear I would lose. But when it comes to this, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Sounds Let's like we have do have a Brady Bunch off. Exactly. Thank you, Matt. How does one have a Brady Bunch off? Right. Well, here's what the first the first round is simple. You're going to take turns naming children, and we'll see if who can name the most. All if you right. both name all. If you, if you equal, if you tie up, then we just move to the next round. But let's I will let Paul go first, then, as, uh, as our guest. I'll start with the boys. Tall, medium, and small. <laughs> no, no, but, well, hold on. Before we get to your answer, I, I meant each person names one. Don't, 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 don't rattle off as many as you can. We're going to take turns, one on one. Well, I could have rattled off more. Okay, but still... Because there's also three girls. I still just want one name, and, and, and we're not looking for a description here. We're looking for uh, an All actual right. child. Fine. Name. I will give you one name. Young Master Brady. <laughs> I think you need to be more specific than that. There's, uh, there's the there. oldest Young Master Brady. All right. And what is his first name? <sighs> what, are we, what are we doing? We're, well... We're, I thought it was your turn. Uh, you haven't said an answer yet. I'm not going to compete. I've, I've, I've had to. I didn't know we were playing witch hunt because I have given my answer several times now. And each time I've been found wanting. And what are the rules and who is the moderator? Well, Matt, Matt's the moderator. It's the been judge, clear. The judges, Matt? The judges are telling me that uh, we need a first name. Well, a ghost is telling me that I've, I've done my job. Okay. Let's Ann? let Jimmy go and see what happens. Is it uh, Ann who said that? No, it was not Ann. It was not Buckley. It was Stevie. Stevie got involved. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say Cindy. Cindy. I'm going to say Cindy. Cindy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said it too. Uh, no, but no, I, that, was, that was Jimmy's turn. Jimmy it was my turn. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. But I but let the record show. I also named one of the children. You named the same one I just did. You just finished. Yes. It was a coincidence. But it wasn't even your turn. It's not but your it wasn't turn. even your turn. That was another coincidence. No, that's just you mocking. That's not, I'm not, that, mo- that's not a coincidence. It's not mocking unless you think that's what you sound like. Well, that's how I think I, I, I do. I have headphones on, so I know that's how I sound. <laughs> Pretty good impression you got a bit. <laughs> it was spot on. It was Thank really, you. You're the I new thought the, rich I thought, little. The, I thought the Zoom was just echoing. See, Rudy. Oh, Rudy Ru- doesn't think you do good Rudy impressions. doesn't think I could do good impressions. Well, g- give me some more. Give me another example of what Rudy doesn't think is good. All right, Matt, say something. Uh, Paul. Uh, Paul. What do you think, Rudy? You didn't even hear him. I have headphones. You got a thumbs down from Rudy? <sighs> Rudy's a contrarian. Much like you're being, Jimmy, with my knowledge of the Brady Bunch. I'm not being contrarian. I'm pointing out the, uh, the, uh, the obvious. I'm pointing out the truth. May I name another one of the children? Sure. Go right ahead. I've already said Cindy. All right. I'll stick with it. And I also said Cindy. Let the record show. Let me, let me name one of the boys. Is that it? Didn't count. Let me, name, let me name one of the boys. Go ahead. I'm listening. Cindy's brother. <laughs> Yes, which well, they're 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 half brother and sister. Cindy's uh, middle brother. Okay, which which half? Whose name is what? Well, I'm not going to be lulled into an Abbott or Costello routine with you. <laughs> um. All right. I will then. I will go. Jan. Okay. Jan is uh, that's a Scandinavian man's name, certainly. Uh, this is the middle uh, daughter's name. The middle daughter's name is Jan. Yes, but I thought we were naming male children uh no i was going with the ladies uh, so we both know cindy and jan and uh and 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 i have named two of the boys you've not named anybody you've literally i have identified i have identified jimmy i have identified two of the brady sons you have not you've not i think when you watch this back and i insist that you do 
you will see that you did not do that. I want Rudy to set up the VCR, and you will see that you did not do that. Rudy absolutely could set up the VCR. He's your guy. He's your tech guy. That's wh- that's the era in which he died. Was VCR times? Oh, he, 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 we lost him in the early nineties. Yes, and he can even do the VCR plus code. Oh wow! Yes, so he could record the Brady Bunch just in case you wanted to watch more Brady Bunch. It shows oh. off the air. I'm sure it's got to be airing somewhere. Do you believe this, Nan? Oh, what's 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 Nan's story? Tell me a little Nan, about Nan. Nan died in a car on purpose, not a car accident. Oh, jeez. Nan drove her car into a wall to oh. prove a point. And what was that point? That she, she had a very fragile skull. No one believed her. <laughs> really? People fought her on that? Yes. Now, they said, Nan, your skull is thick as a rock. She said, I'll show you. Oh, my gosh. And then she ended up losing, though, didn't she? She did not prove anybody. Is is Nan her name she or did, her proof? I, I got to, I, I got flight. Go ahead, Matt. Did you uh, say is Nan her name or her title? Oh, oh yeah, is she is she your Irish grandmother or is her name Nan? Nan, guess what he just said. Oh, Nan died when she was twenty two years old. Oh, She's thanks. nobody's Irish grandmother. Okay. Um, what? Uh, uh, I once knew a girl from Nantucket. Does that play into this at all? Nope. Oh, it doesn't. Doesn't help. Okay. <laughs> Any further details about her? Uh, yes, I'd like to hear more about Nan, and then say we, we have to say goodbye. No, I want to know about the girl from Nantucket. Oh, Jesus. Well, I, 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 Is there I, a second I, line? They're, they're, uh, I'm not comfortable telling you that much about Nan. <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, I know, about the, I know about a man from Nantucket. I, I know about that man as well. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Fellas, I guess, I, I guess maybe I get the gender wrong on who I knew from Nantucket. Oh, okay. Oh, so maybe the same person. It turns out it was a man. Uh, now, what, you, were, you, were you about to dismiss me? Is that I what have was to say about goodbye to you, Paul. Yes. Why? Uh, well, because uh, 15 minutes is up. And That's have, impossible. I, it flew by. Uh, well, we took nine of it listing uh, goblins and ghosts. Rudy? Another impression? Rudy? Rudy gave it up for that one. Check Rudy gave it up for Rudy. that one. Yeah. Uh, Rudy. Paul, thank you for joining us. An honor to see you, sir. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, you don't like saying goodbye? No. No. Well, um, or, or you don't like the pandemic that we're living in? I Pandemic's actually, it's bearable, but say goodbye, I don't like. All right, well, um, we'll see you again sometime. How about that? Uh, pass. Okay. <laughs> uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, our next guest is a uh, boy, friend of the show. Uh, uh, thrilled to have her. Uh, excited she's taking time out of her day. Uh, she's got a hot new uh, rebranded, rebranded podcast on the Misfit Toys Comedy Co-op. Over there at the Art 19, it's Jen Kirkman. Hello, Jen Kirkman. How are you? I'm fantastic. What What are the totals? Uh, well, we just had our four o'clock tote. We're at 48,852. Oh, my God. We got to get those numbers up. That's amazing. But right now, during my segment, we're going to get to 50,000 because everyone is like, I'll do it later. And listen, if everyone gives five dollars, thousands of people are watching. We're up five thousand. Uh, well, hopefully that will happen uh, during this segment. Uh, we won't know until uh, five o'clock if it paid off. But uh, uh, we'll certainly uh, chit chat with you now. Jen, it looks like you're on the set of a talk show in 1974. Where are you uh, talking to us from? This is my living room. 
I don't remember it looking like that the last time we spoke with you. I feel like this is a new angle for the, for us. Well, I'm in a different area than last time we spoke, but I did just get new wallpaper. Let me take a look at that. Well, let me put my week. glasses on so I can take a look at that. So that's wallpaper? Got, yeah, and I got new white furniture. It's all white. Wow, okay. matching pillow. Matching pillow. I'm, I'm in my heaven. It's like a Palm Springs retreat. It, and, and do you feel relaxed like you're in Palm Springs or do you feel sweaty like you're in Palm Springs? No, I feel relaxed like I'm not in Palm Springs because you're right. It's very sweaty there. And uh, there's not much you can do to, to beat the heat except sit by a pool, which is outside, which is hot. I know it's weird, but yet we go every summer and we, well, not this past summer because of uh, this, uh, the, the, there's a pandemic going on. I don't know what's happening there in the jungle, but. Uh, yeah, no, we've, um, here in the jungle, uh, we've kind of tamped it down because there's not a big population here. Right. So we all just stayed under our leaves for two weeks. And uh, yeah, so we're not letting people fly in. I, th- I think smart, safety first. Yes, Matt? Yeah. Now, let me tell you something. Oh, yes, go ahead. I thought Matt was speaking. Go ahead. Nope. Matt, I just want to give you guys a compliment first. No. What you're doing with Smile Train is so important because especially nowadays with the pandemic, because let me explain something. We're all wearing masks, right? Yes. And because of that, men on the street can't see if women are smiling. And I know they love to yell, smile at us. And with Smile Train, it is an, it is a, a, an organization to help stop women wear masks so that men can see if they're smiling. And, and we've raised 48,000 so far, and we're gonna raise more and get the masks off these broads outside. You know, we get <laughs> them to not wear a mask because men don't know if they're smiling. And, and I think Smile Train, is genius it's a genius is it just a genius nonprofit? so thank you well again I, do, I don't know if you necessarily know what you're doing here then but i hear what you're getting at uh i by the way i like when people tell me to smile i don't know why you ladies get so upset about it i like it how come you're why are you so sad sir i will hear on a regular basis why aren't you smiling sir that's what they'll say to me what do you say what's your answer for why are you so sad I say, uh, I go, well, you know what, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in the world that's kind of bringing me down right now. Sorry, I can't be a clown for you. That's what I say. That's good. Well, you know what? And he, what if he says, but you, but I love your podcast and uh, I'm a big fan. And uh, so that should make you happy. That does make me smile. And then I, uh, <laughs> and then I walk away feeling like I, I, I feel validated, quite frankly. That's all I'm and looking he for. yells, I only listen to the free version and then you're pissed again. No. <laughs> then I, uh, I welcome all the listeners. Um, as uh, just not the people that skip over the opening part uh, that uh, people are talking. What do you got there, Jen? You showing us something? Slippers. Okay. Wow. All right. Is that an UGG brand or what? that looks very furry? Don't worry about what it is. Okay. You 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 started it. Nobody wanted to see your slippers. You introduced them to the conversation. Matt had a follow up question, and somehow he's the a hole. Well, no, Matt's great, but I just don't like to give away brands just in case people look up what they're made of. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't want any letters. I get it. Uh, you get a lot of letters. You getting a lot of uh, telegrams and such. <laughs> Mostly telegrams and faxes these days. What? Uh, because of what's maybe going I on haven't seen. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I thought we lost Jen. Uh, no. Jen, uh, did I know? Maybe I've seen this before. Is there a tattoo that was near those slippers? Oh, sure. Yeah, but that's old news. Old what, news. What? What is that? I refresh my memory. Oh, apparently you haven't seen her uh, her Stephen Colbert segment. <laughs> oh, I've not seen the Colbert segment. No. Okay, good. Years ago, back when I had a career, it says JKL. Um, stands for Just Keep Living. It's the name of my Netflix special, but it really is uh, a sincere tribute to Matthew McConaughey because that is his um, 
Actually, it's more than a catchphrase. It's it's sort of his thing. You like, love that Matthew that, McConaughey. What? You love him. He's your favorite actor of all time? No, I just kind of want to be him. I just like the way he lives. And he's one of the only celebrities taking this pandemic seriously. You think he's the you think he's the only celebrity taking this seriously? One of one of yes, he has been making little videos about it on Instagram since the beginning. Wear a mask, stay home, talking about all the first responder heroes. You know, let's listen to the science. I mean, he's he's doing it. He's doing the work. He's not posting pictures like this. Is what I don't understand is people they'll post pictures like of them on a beach at a restaurant. Like, can't wait till it gets back to normal. I'm like, you're doing the normal, so you're wearing a mask while doing it. But everything else is the same. But doesn't it get on your nerves when Matthew McConaughey, you know, telling me how to live my life? Don't tell me how to vote. Don't tell me how to live my life. Mind your business. That's what I say to Matthew McConaughey. Well, no wonder I don't have a comeback. Uh, yeah. I, oh, I, God, I used to do comedy. Um, you know, well, Jen, in fairness, I didn't give you anything to yes and. It was a it was a false premise to begin with. So I gave you I gave you nothing. No, a funny person can make anything funny. Oh, you should have been here for Paul F. Tompkins. He made uh, ghosts funny for 14 and a half minutes. That's sincere. Wait, this is so crazy. Do you remember last year when Paul was on the show and there was ghost activity? Because I was on right before Paul or a little bit before Paul. And there was a lot of um, the, the lights kept going on and off in the venue at Flappers. And everyone yes. was a ghost. And then I left the room because I was done with my set. And I came back in the room to watch Paul. And it started happening again. And the audience was like, it must be a ghost that was with Wait me. Wait a second. So it turns out that Jen Kirkman is Rudy. <laughs> you're one of the ghosts. You're one of Paul's ghosts. Or maybe you're Anne. Could be Anne. Probably more well, Anne. Although I think of Rudy as that uh, little girl from the Cosby show who probably had a real decent childhood. <laughs> one of the best. She, she probably did. I mean. Really? With that creepazoid uh, running? It wasn't uh, a child creep. Full he was still a creep. You, know, you want that guy as a role model? Are, you are we talking about Keisha Knight Pulliam here? I don't Keisha know. Keisha Knight Pulliam is great. She might not even know he was a creep until later. She might still not know. She might just be, you know, living off the grid. The only you know, thing that's effing her up is no more residuals because of that creep. All the residuals got pulled. That's why Jeffrey Owens had to go work at Trader Joe's. I mean, it's a listen. Got to be careful out there when you're drugging and um, raping people. You got to think about the residuals that might get pulled from the other actors on the show. Right. You know what? You're right. Think about somebody else for a change when you're raping and, and drugging. Good for really you. just very selfish of him when you think about it. It really is. It's matter? really something for people who don't have a hit show that is in syndication being rerun. You know, if it doesn't affect anyone else, this is a terrible bit. It delete this. <laughs> it's a bit that we that three guys, uh, three people re refused to let drop for some reason. We're, just, we're we're in yes and autopilot we're in hour four now so i'm happy i'm happy to support any premise that comes along on this program uh apparently <laughs> i i should have shot that down but nope went right along with it every jen's frame is like a, it, it looks like an album cover it's, it does it's crazy it's too good it, like you're freaking me out with the way everything is just completely perfectly like like that would be a photo shoot you mean like centered or something oh i i worked on it i mean i, I or like the way it's the way it's decorated the yeah everything looks just right i think That's you should why i like it in this home this home is not to be this is my sanctuary especially during the pandems and yeah. you are uh you're a person that you're not leaving your home at all correct jen you are uh well, I 
I've gone a few places, but but very, you know, I don't go to like an outdoor restaurant. I've, I've gone to the dry cleaner. I've gone to on some hike, social distance with masks, with friend, with a friend. What about I've Just gone, Tires? You ever go to Just Tires? <laughs> always there. They've been taking this real seriously. They take it seriously, don't they, Jed? Yeah, they go, listen, we're Just Tires. So we don't want to, uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time. They right. roll it right out. Contactless tires. Right. So I pull up. They roll it on out. They've got a whole hazmat on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they toss me a bottle of Lysol. I Lysol the tire. And uh, I put it around my shoulder and I, I walk away. Oh, you you take it as is. You don't have the, you don't have, you don't let them put it on for you? I don't necessarily always need the tire for my car. It's just, just tires, you know? I like, just like- I don't need a reason to have a tire. I just, when people ask, why do you have that tire? I go, just tires. Right. Just something. Maybe, uh, maybe you you're know? setting up an obstacle course for an NFL team to practice. How about that? I could, or what about for me? I need to exercise these days. But no, I'm taking it seriously. I went and got an outdoor uh, pedicure yesterday. Yes. I feel as long as we're outdoors, it's fine. But at the beginning, like during the summer, when things started to slowly open, I was very judgmental. I was mad at people you know, who were taking part in the outdoor salons. I was like, you don't need your haircut. And then like eight months went by, I was like, oh. So I've gotten an outdoor haircut with masks, but I only deal with people who like, I found a hairdresser who's like, I have an autoimmune disease. I take this seriously. I'm like, you're my new hairdresser. How do you find, do you you look on Yelp for that? For somebody, uh, for a hairdresser with autoimmune? How How do you look for that specific hairdresser? I Googled, is there any outdoor hairdresser? And then I saw they had all these, like, you got to fill this out and your doctor has to come and all this. And oh, wow. I mean, it was a big ordeal. Obviously, the doctor thing was a bad joke, but that, that was for you. I said, I really mean it. Is it outside? Like, and she goes, I have an autoimmune. And I just, the minute I heard that, I go, gotcha, trust you. Does she do gentleman's hair as well? She did, but she passed away during my cut because of the autoimmune. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was weird. Luckily, the scissors were not pointing towards me. Um, but yeah, she did. But she's Awful great. timing. Yeah, bad timing, bad timing. Yeah. Um, Your hair looks great. You got to go sometime. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> was, the, was the haircut almost done? I mean, because it looks pretty good. I, it doesn't and no, she had finished it, thankfully. I mean, you know, sometimes... You're just like, where's God? And then it's something like that happens. You're like, there you are. Really? Is. Uh, no, she's fine. She's alive. Uh, she probably does men. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, I, I've you been cutting I mean? my own hair and I think I'm doing a great job. I'm never going back. I'm never going to go back. I've been bitching. Never going haircut. back again. Do, 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 do. What's that? It's Fleetwood Mac. I thought it was a Fleetwood Mac song. That's Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Yeah. I thought she did a great job. In fact, earlier when you mentioned the cover. Oh, what? Jen, I'm not kidding. Knock it off. You knock it off right now. Okay. I'm not really mad. I was going to say that uh, it looks like she's doing a Stevie Nicks uh, uh, 70s Fleetwood Mac style cover. Yes. uh, Earlier. So it's amazing that she's saying Fleetwood Mac because that was what I was thinking. Once again, the ghosts and goblins are all working uh, together. Well, and what? All energy. Weren't you going to do a Fleetwood Mac song last year and we found out it wasn't, you weren't, you can't do it on YouTube because of Oh, the, yeah. Or was that somebody else? Was that, or was oh, that? Oh, it was me, but what song was it? No, it was a Cat Stevens okay. song. It was Cat Stevens. Yeah. Right. And okay. I don't know what song it was going to be. Was it Wild World? Oh, Peace Train, because it's Smile Train. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it, the Smile Train. No, don't do it now. It's the rules. Oh, still oh, uh, Matt, she didn't. That's... <laughs> Because it sounded so right that I was, I was worried. Yeah, I, I, but I was just allowed to sing a little um, Fleet Mac. 
but not yeah, but again, again, not very accurate. Allowed is allowed yeah, is a strong okay. term. Allowed is a strong term, Jen. Uh, and I oh. actually kind of freaked out for a second, thinking is Fleetwood Mac going to be a problem? And by the way, Pat Elliot is for the to the home listener and viewer. Elliot's talking no, to no, us I, about. I, I'm, I'm in the stream as well for this. Oh, oh you okay. are okay because oh, uh, Elliot, don't worry, no one will notice. Um, I, yeah, I was just wondering if maybe Cat Stevens is more litigious or something. If that was the issue, yes, actually, I don't yes. know if Cat's more litigious than Lindsay. I don't. Uh, I, I do I, like that sentence. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm. I'm Lindsay's I just not fan, isn't he? By the way, litigious Lindsay was my favorite garbage pail kid. Uh, <laughs> Jen liked it. And why shouldn't she? It was good stuff. And We're, it brought me back to the garbage pail kids. Yeah, that's our generation. Right that there. is after me. I had uh, I was wacky packages. Uh, the garbage pail kids were not part of my life in any way, shape or form. And I won't let it be tonight. You missed out. Yeah, they, you, would have, you would have been too old by a few years and it would have been embarrassing to have played with them. Right. Like, hey, I got mine, guys. Get out of here, old man. We don't need you bothering us. We're, yeah. tra we're trading we're swipping and swapping uh is that something that you would trade would you trade your doubles on those or uh, how would you handle the uh, the uh, garbage pail kids i guess you could i'm not sure i ever did that um just tried zero memory of how i had them in my life i just had them you can, i feel like i looked at them once and went eh, and then just like put them somewhere like well now i've finished that part of childhood I don't remember having fun with them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we did either. But you know what, Jen? We're, what we are going to have fun doing is playing sevens. Are you ready to play sevens? Yes. All right. Matt Belknap, do you want Jen Kirkman as a partner or do you want me to have Jen Kirkman as a partner? Uh, I'll let you decide the second half of the show here. Who, who's next? <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Uh, there's some good folks coming up. Uh, I'll play with Jen. I like playing. Uh, I think that'll right. be fun. Here we go. And Jen got very excited about it, so you know she's into it. I yeah. love it, game. Do you want to do you want to hear the categories? Do you know what category you want already? Give them to me quick. Okay, uh, you know, there's celebrities, music, TV shows, movies, sports, Broadway, uh, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, music from each of those decades, uh, superheroes, stand-up comedians, and then you've got different movie genres like horror, action, comedy, rom-com, award winners, and then some awesome. different sports. I'm torn between TV shows or just the 70s or 70s music. Uh, has there one been done already? Let's do TV shows. We haven't done that yet. All right, here we go. Okay. TV shows now. You've got 49 seconds. You want to get each one within seven seconds as quickly as possible. Uh, Jen, Matt will give you the clues for each one, each point that you get. Uh, Never Not Funny will donate $5 to Smile Train. Here we go. I would say we messed up not doing 70s because of this. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, uh, it's the British show. They live in the big house, and uh, it's the upstairs, downstairs. Down, Downton Abbey. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, blank bar. She actually got fired off her own show, but in the eighties, it was called just her name, the comedian. Nope. Uh, this is a show. Terry Washington, and she's uh, trying to get back at somebody for something. Maybe I don't know what the show's about. Here, hey, this show is uh, with Kiefer Sutherland. He's an agent. He's a yeah. Um, oh, we were just talking about this guy, uh, uh, Doctor Bill. It's his show. The Cosby Show. Yes. Um, oh, this is the one with uh, uh, Charlie Sheen, and he went crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is the awards show that they give out the trophies for television. Okay. Yes. Strong, strong uh, comeback there, Matt. Yeah. We got 11. 11. What was the one, the bar she got kicked off? Roseanne Barr. Couldn't have been easier. I said Roseanne. You never said it. You never yes, said it. Yes, I did. No, oh, well, I didn't time. Oh, my God. Time. I the tape. I yelled Roseanne. I swear it, to God. It was after I, the time. Jen, I'm telling you it was out. after the time. Did it cut out? No, Maybe. I yelled Roseanne and then I heard a butt and I was like, 
wait, why is he not saying it's Roseanne? And I went, I, I said Roseanne, and then I almost said something, and then there was a buzzer. I think we got beat by the Zoom, but uh, so we just have to leave it to the judges on whether we give well, Zoom. Uh, you know, everybody plays by the same rules with Zoom. So uh, I'm telling you, I said it. And, and here's what's going to happen is the fans watching. They are going nuts right now. You're going to hear it on the message boards. This is a scandal. Conversation good. Garen and Elliot and Tony, did any of you hear her say Roseanne? I, I want her to. I want to get the points. I saw her mouth move, and we didn't hear what she said. Uh, I did not hear her say Roseanne. The chat says that she ran out of time. Ran out of ran time. Out of time. Uh, did I say it at all? Because now I feel like I'm going insane. You. I'm going to go with it, that. It, it seems like that you, you did say it, but it was it was out of time. That's what the chat. No was problem. Saying. As long as I said it, because you know how scary it would be to be like I thought I said a word and then I didn't. Then I'd have to spend the rest of the night. We're in a crazy conference thing video. Like, of course, you could say something and we don't hear it. That's not that weird. Uh, I thought I was almost going to check myself into a hospital for dementia. <laughs> All right. Let us know how it goes. Jen Kirkman, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Bye, Jen. Jen Kirkman, everybody. Love you guys. Bye. Don't think Bye. Look at the slippers, but do not ask about them. <laughs> Bye, Jen. Now you turn your... Oh, it says leave. God, rude. Yeah, get out. Screw <laughs> Ah, uh, the great Jen Kirkman. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader